Welcome to the captain's run. It is a beautiful day to be oh. alive, Smithy. What a day, Kempy. Oh, my God. What we are a day. down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. And I tell you what, tomorrow, Spitwater Pressure Cleaners opens. And if you come in tomorrow or over the weekend, mm -hmm. you can go into the draw for a triple eight racing V8 hot lap. The hot wow. lap has been secured and uh, it'll be provided by triple eight racing. Yep. You can also go into a prize uh, for Test cricket, two reserve tickets to day one of the Gabba against South Africa. Yes. Then you've also got a signed tit Titans jersey, a Titans football, and two tickets to Titans v. the Knights on Sunday, 28th, August of 2000, or this August. Yep. It'll be their last game of the season. Uh, so make sure to get down there, or you go in the draw to win uh, 18 holes for two players, including a shared golf buggy, valued at over 220 and of course, a $50 voucher to Schnitz. And that golf is at Twin Waters uh, on the Sunshine Coast. And it is a magnificent golf course, Mate. Kempe. I've played there a couple of times. A great golf course. And uh, you can find Spitwater here on the Gold Coast. It's at 5 Fortitude Crescent. Burley heads where we are right now, Kempe. It's blue skies, sunny. It's open day tomorrow, officially to the public. So... Get down here tomorrow and Saturday and go into the prize to win those uh, those great prizes. Absolutely. So make sure to get down there this weekend. So many prizes we're giving away. Uh, welcome to all our listeners. 11.70 in Sydney, 16.20 on the Gold Coast and 10.53 in Brizzy. Uh, also on the app, make sure to download us on, S, uh, on Spotify and Apple. Uh, go to the Captain's Run. You can give us a follow. And also make sure to give at SEN League, SEN League on Instagram a follow. Uh, has all the greatest rugby league news. But talking about the news, Smithy, talking about the news. Oh, it never ends. It never ends. It truly doesn't end. Uh, so last week, uh, last weekend, a video was released mm -hmm. of uh, Kalen Ponga and Kurt Mann entering a cubicle together in yep. the pub. Then obviously they came out. Mm -hmm. There was that video coming out. Now the NRL has come out. They have drug tested them. Those, those, those won't come out to the public, though. First of all, what are your thoughts seeing a young superstar like that putting himself in this kind of situation? Well, it's just it's just not a great look, is it? It's not a great look at all. And particularly with the situation where he's not playing at the moment, and we know he's, he's going through some um, concussion protocols where he's not on the field. But this, this is a young man that's you know being paid quite a significant amount of money. He's been given the captaincy at that football club. It's just an awful situation that he's put himself in. Along with Kurtman, yeah. like Kurtman's been a lot around the game for a long, long time, and you know, we don't know what the situation is and what's what's happening in that cubicle. Mm. Um, but it's just it's not a great look, particularly the timing of it, Kempi, with what's happened at Newcastle over the last you know three to three to four weeks. Like on top of on top of their performances, and they're not going going great. Mm. Um, it, it's been an, a shocking year for them. Um, from a results point of view, but just this just adds more pressure to the club. Yeah. Now that that their their main man is has got himself into a compromising position. Now, do we know who's who's actually who was was recording oh, that vision? Is it, is it seriously? Like, is it set up? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's an ordinary thing to do. It's an ordinary thing to do. But at the end of the day, like professional. Athletes in this day and age need to be aware that they're, you go out in public, someone's going to turn a phone on. Yeah. 
and record you or or take photos of you whatever it is it's just yeah it's a, it's just an ordinary position that they found themselves in yeah it's 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 really disappointing because although it was a disappointing end of the season for Kalen because of his injury i just thought his performance in origin was kind of like that that step towards greatness that he needed to take. Yeah. Uh, you know, he'd gone to the best... And now, don't get me wrong, he's had great matches in Origin. We all remember his debut. Mm. But I just thought this series, he was, you know, a centimetre away from winning player of the series, in my opinion. Yep. And I think that although he had the head knocks, a lot of people were going, you know what? He is maturing into what we thought he could always be. Mm. And this isn't to say that he isn't going to do that. Mm. But then something like this happens and it, goes, it's, it opens the door. I don't believe it, but it opens the door for people to say... Is he as committed as he should be yeah. to the the furthering of the New Knights and also his career? Yeah. Well, of course. You know, anytime you, you're caught in a situation like that, there's going to be speculation over your position and and you know whether you're the right person to, to lead the club um, into the future. Uh, I don't know though. The only person that can answer whether he's the right person to be the captain is is Caelan Ponga. Mm. But but certainly those those type of actions and, and that behaviour like. I get it. Like everyone makes mistakes in their lives. Yeah, get sure. it. Completely get it. But you got to remember, you know, in as an elite athlete, you, you're working in a in an industry dealing with multi-million-dollar um, uh, deals with like commercial partners with your football club, and and of course, then goes into you know the the, the bigger picture of of the NRL. So, you just as tempting as those things are to go out and do, you just you you got to make the right choice. Mm. You really do because whether Kalen likes it or not, there's young players in his organisation at the Newcastle Knights, and and even below that, coming through, mm. looking at him, going, oh, yeah, I want to be Kalen Ponga. Yeah, I want to be the number one. You know, there's kids running around with his headgear because they they love what he does on the football field, and they and then you know you see. Guys make these these poor decisions, and then young kids think, "Oh, it's okay." Mm. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that that's what needs to be in the back of their mind every time you know players go out and and want to enjoy themselves and let their hair down, but they need to think about it before they make these these choices. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, the, the Ponga situation as well as that. You know, best case scenario. The problem with the Ponga situation is the best case scenario mm. is recovering from concussion and, and the Knights have come out and said he was given no instruction that he shouldn't be drinking um, yeah. on recovery. Yep. But you're in recovery, you're not playing rugby league. At the best case, he was drinking whilst that happens. And mm. we all, I'm not sure about you, but at the Broncos, usually you didn't drink when you're injured. It was just a part of the commitment you had to make to yeah, get well, back to the field. Well, it was, mate. It, it was a, if you're not playing, there, there was, it was a no non-alcohol rule. Yeah. If you're not playing, then you can't drink. Yeah. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. And it's, it's a mixture of two things. It's a mixture of you need your body to recover it quickly. Yeah. But it's also a commitment thing. That's right. You know? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And, and I think it's just, it requires a little bit of discipline too, doesn't it? Yeah, just, absolutely. Just to be able to make sure that you're giving yourself every opportunity to, um, you know, get better and recover and, and be available for your side. Now, like we don't know whether that was going to be the situation, whether, you know, Kalen Ponga, would play again this year. I don't think he was going to, but yeah. you know that's it's just a it's just a sacrifice you need to make for your football side and do, for your teammates. Do you think, from a Knights perspective, again, I'm not sure whether he was told to have the weekend or whatever. But what I did find strange is like being the leader of the club. He's a co-captain, but he's also 
you know, he is the face of the club. He is all of those things. Did you find it a bit strange that, you know, that he wasn't up on in Brisbane with the Knights? Um, oh, not so much because, you know, every time that, you know, a player is unavailable or injured, they don't necessarily travel with, mm. the, with the team okay. all the time. Okay. Um, Even a captain like that? Uh, yeah, because there was times where I, you know, I didn't play, whether it was Craig sort of giving me a rest, particularly in the, the latter part of my career where, you know, I didn't back up after Origin or, you know, I may have had a, you know, a week off for, for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. I, I didn't particularly travel. If I wanted to, yeah. that option was available. Mm. But, yeah, it's, it's not a necessity for players or, or captains that aren't playing that particular weekend if it's an away game to be at the game. Certainly if it's a home game, mm. you have to be there. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, no, I, I wasn't overly surprised that, that he wasn't travelling with the football side. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I'll go back to that point of um, you know putting themselves in in ordinary situations. Just if I was Kalen, I'd I'd be finding a very very quiet corner somewhere. Oh, <laughs> if no. I wanted to have a beer out in public, oh. find the quietest place I could find, get a couple of me mates, and just have a couple of quiet drinks. That's yeah, it. Absolutely, and that, that's. That has become the trend with a lot of players where they choose to go, you know what, boys, we just can't even go out because... No. If, if and and that, that, that's, that's a sad thing too. Yeah, for sure. That that's where we are now um, in life, that, that you, know, at, you know, elite sports people can't go out and enjoy themselves in public because they're just afraid of, you know, the repercussions of it, like... We've seen people just sitting at a bar having a beer and it makes the paper. Yeah. Like, that's an absolute G up. <laughs> yeah. Absolute G up. Yep. Because at the end of the day, these people are everyday people. Mm. It's just that their profession is on TV and a lot of people know them. Um, and a lot of their day-to-day living is, is, is publicised. It's lived out in, in the public eye. Yep. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> walking into cubicles... <laughs> With uh, with your mate and then walking out, that's and what was it? The hotel manager asking security them guard, security or whatever. Yeah. Just one of the hotel staff mm. asking them to walk out. It's yeah, it, it's not a great look at yeah. all. What do you think the knights do here? I, I, I don't know. They're in a tough spot. I, I don't know. I really don't know. And, you, and to say like like they're saying, does does Kalen Ponga lose his captaincy? Is he stripped under the captaincy? But I'll just I'll say this like. And, and I got no idea of the situation at Newcastle and mm. why he was given the captaincy. Um, you could understand, you know, because he's he's their best player. Mm. Um, but sometimes, you know, your your highest paid player and your best player is not particularly doesn't particularly have to be your captain. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I like I spent a little bit of time with with Kalen across the the Origin series. Um, I, I didn't speak in depth with him at all about leadership. Um, it was mainly about you know, small parts of his footy. He spent a lot of time with with Billy and JT and Josh Hannay being mm. you know, in, sort of in the backs. So I was mainly taking care of the forwards. But um, I don't know. Like, does, he, does he feel that that's the position that he wants to hold? Mm. It's yeah. really... It's really it, Kalen needs to sit down with, with Adam O'Brien as, as coach um, and, and the football staff to determine what he feels is best for himself and the team moving forward, I think. Is it now, the, the, I guess the obvious answer in front of us would be you set a standard regardless of where you are on the ladder or where you are as a club. But I, yeah. I, I do think 
the world is a lot grayer than that. And so I, I kind of feel like if you're the Penrith Panthers, it's mm. much easier to swing the hammer and go, these are the standards, this is what we're doing. Mm. Whereas the Newey Knights, do you think that there is, they run the risk of if they're too harsh, then you know, he might be a little bit offside? You know what I mean? It's, it's a harder... Harder, I guess, well, no, it's just no. I don't think so. I think it's just about having honest conversations, Kempi. Mm. And and the reason why Penrith are where they are now as reigning premiers and and sitting on top of the ladder um, with a few rounds to go, and why the Melbourne Storm are where they are, or sorry, where they have been for the last decade, mm. is because of those standards mm. when they weren't at the top. Mm. They 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 did when they come into the competition. They weren't they weren't the best team in the comp straight away. Yep. I look at Penrith only a few years ago. They, they, they didn't even play finals. Yeah. Well, they struggled. So, so but, but you set standards early. Mm. Sorry, mate, to cut you no, off. But you set standards early, fr- like from, from your least experienced player all the way to the top, mm. and there's no special treatment for anyone. Mm. And then you push those standards every day you, you turn up to training. Coaches included, mm. all your staff. It's everyone's. There's high expectation on everyone um, to get their job done the best they can. And then when they leave training, there's still expectation to to make good choices away from the football club. Mm. And you just drive that day in, day out, day in, day out, and that becomes normal life. Mm. That's why those two clubs are doing so well, yeah. Penrith and Melbourne, mm. is because they live that way. And uh, okay, they've had some speed bumps and some hurdles that they've had to get through over the last, you know, little bit or, or through that that period that I was talking about. Mm. But they get through it because they have high standards and they've got good leadership. Now that was one thing that was raised by Peter Parr. Now Peter Parr has only just taken over as the oh, football manager, general manager of football. Yeah, I think in the last what week and a half, mm. and he. That he he was quoted in saying that the mm. football team lacks leadership. Yeah, okay. So I'm sure that's something that they'll be looking at closely and working with this current squad in moving into, mm. well, sorry, moving into the preseason of 2023. Because the only reason why I, I guess I ask it, no, that grey area I'm talking about is that, okay, you're the coach, you're sitting there going, okay, well, we could suspend him for a couple of games. And I'm mm. not saying that this will happen. Yep. But I think that the, what I would say is, do you think that the, the decision is easier for a team that can afford to suspend their main guy? Mm. Whereas the Newey Knights, you know, jobs are on the line, they've been struggling. If they were to say to him, look, you've got to miss round one or two, then they're sitting there. It's a much... I kind of feel like it's a harder decision sometimes. I yeah. understand. I totally get where you come from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the standards. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. But at, but at what point are you going to draw yeah. a line in the sand? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. For sure. At some point, there needs to be some tough decisions made mm. to say, hey, listen, we've had enough of this. Mm. Moving forward, these are our standards and we're, and we're taking a stand right now. Do you think we saw the first uh, example of that at the Knights with guys like... Best and Inari Tuala mm. being stood down for being late to a bus. Yeah, is that what it was for? Yeah, 50, uh, like four or five minutes later. That's the report. Okay. Yeah, possibly. Um, well, there you go. If they're for, if they're getting stood down for being late for a bus, then because I'm sure maybe before, those other two boys might be <laughs> might be a, a, bit, a bit more strife. Well, because the, again, and then we've got uh, Clemmer that was stood down for swearing at a, a trainer. There you go. And and I, the reason why it's really interesting at the moment with the Knights is that. I'm sure earlier this year there was a player that was late for a bus. I'm sure. Like we, oh, of course. Of course. And no one got stood down. Mm. And then Peter Parr has come in. Yep. And we've seen these quite strong 
mm. I guess Stance. stances. And yep. so that's where I wonder, are we going to see that at a night where, you know what, it's a new world now? Well, there's no doubt. Peter Parr, I think he, he brings a lot of experience from that point of view mm. about setting standards now. He's been in the game and been in, the, in that position of, of running a, a, a football department mm. um, and setting standards. So, um, and... And let's not forget, he's been involved in the New South Wales Rugby League too with the New South Wales side. So um, he, he's been a part of you know, some, some football teams at, at high levels. Yeah. So there's no doubt he's, he's walked in and gone, hey, boys, this, is, this, this needs to improve. Mm. This whole situation needs to improve. Mm. Like we all need to be better at, at what we're doing yep. in, in our role in this football club. Mate, it's uh, look. It might be happening. It might be pain, painful times for the Knights, but you know what? It also might be the start of a new beginning. Well, that's what I mean. Like you, you know, you go through a, you go through a few challenges here and there, but you get through it. You work through it together, and you're honest with each other, and go, "Yep, you know what? If you're stuffed up, put your hand up and say, oh, man, I'm stuffed up. Mm. I'm going to be better. Let's do it together.'" Yeah, absolutely. Because they got the roster. That's the positive thing for the that's, Knights. That's that's right. They got a good footy side, and it's been a disappointing year for all down there, mm. um, and mostly their fans, but. They, they, they've got an opportunity now to, to put all of this behind them and move forward and be better for it next year. Absolutely. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to get to your texts. We've got 1,000 texts here. Make sure to call in 1300 01 1170. Ask us your footy questions or you can text 0457 736 736. Got a huge show planned, so stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side. Got some callers here on the line. We've got Mark from the gong, the great Wollongong. Mark, you there, mate? Marcus. Hey, um, I want to talk to the great man about his love of cars and the HG Monaro that he's got. Yeah. <laughs> and, and also, also, does the name Barry Ford ring a bell, Cameron? <laughs> i tell you what, Barry Ford, he lives in my nightmares. <laughs> nightmares. He's a maniac. That, 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 that YouTube footage, you might have to explain to the viewers, was hilarious because all my family is full on Holden lovers and um, yeah. we were Googling and Cameron, the great Cameron Smith is stitched up by Greg Murphy and your look on your face was hilarious. It was awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll do a little quick quick rundown for you, Kippy. Yep. So, you know, I'm a big rev head. I love me cars, love me motorsport. Um, so anyway, I was an ambassador with HSV. Okay. For uh, close to a decade. Anyway, so they have a they they used to have drive days every sort of once in a while for their customers. Mm. You used to come in and just you'd be able to um, drive all of their um, their entire sort of fleet of cars. Mm. Anyway, and at the end you do a couple of hot laps. Yep. You'd follow like the instructors and they sort of show you how to get around a, a racetrack and how the, the the actual like drivers drive around the racetrack. Anyway, so I jump in this car and we were in the GDS. And so this guy there, he had like this Ford racing jacket. So straight away, I was like, mate, what are you doing? This is a HSV day. Like, you don't wear Ford. Or, uh, anyway, yeah. he's got long hair and this like growth on his face. And he just looked a bit, bit how you going? I, was like, I hadn't seen him all day. Yeah. And I jump in. I go, how are you, mate? He goes, yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. I'm, my name's Barry, Barry Ford. And I said, oh, hey, Barry. <laughs> anyway, so we cruise around. I do my two laps and have fun. Blah, blah. Anyway, he, we swap over. He jumps in. This, and I just think he's just like a random fella, yeah. like, right? He's like not an experienced driver at all. Anyway, so we start driving and he's carrying on. He's, ra- he's swerving all over the track. And I'm thinking, mate, this place got no idea yeah, what yeah, he's doing. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, just, oh just, I'd love to just like take off in one of these. I've, I love these cars. And I'm yeah. like, mate, just stay behind the instructor. Like, mate, just listen. Because there was a two-way. Yeah. In the console, right? Talking to us about, you know, take this line. Okay, speed up, slow down. Yeah. Anyway, 
we're at Sandown, down in Sandown Racetrack, down in uh, Melbourne. And anyway, we come around this tight left-hand bend. It goes into the back straight, and it's this long back straight. Anyway, he got Barry, okay, Barry Forty. He goes, oh, mate, I've had enough of this, and just like plet, like floors it. <laughs> And he just shoots me back in the seat, and we take off, and we, we go past the instructors. Yeah. So they're, they're in on this jam, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're on the two-way going, Barry, Barry, pull up. Like, pull, like slow down, slow down. Anyway, we did, he just, anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, God. And it was like my whole life flashed before my eyes. I'm like, this is it. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I sort of know that track quite well. As you get to the end of the back straight at, at uh, Sandown, there's a little kink to your left. And yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, yeah. right, and you don't slow up or hit that the right line, if you go through it, you go through this little grass area and there's a concrete wall. Oh. So I'm thinking, well, this is it. I'm never going to see my kids again. I'll never see my I'll never be able to, you know, see my wife. <laughs> this is it. And I was in the middle of my football career and I was just like, oh, God, this, I'm, this, this is my last day on earth. Were you saying like, mate? Like, no, anyway, so I grabbed, this is what I do. I grabbed... I grabbed the two-way and jammed it up into his ear. I was like, mate, slow down. Like that. <laughs> anyway, he didn't slow down. He just kept going. Anyway, we got to that little kink. He's up on like the ripple strip and yeah. we're up on bloody two wheels. Yeah. And then he's ripping around all these tight corners and, and then I was like, oh, this Blake knows, knows what he's what doing. That's what he's doing. Yeah, right? yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. So I sort of, I, my nerves were, like, I calmed down a little bit and then he ripped around like a full another lap. And then he pulled into the pits, and then he, as he pulled up, he said, how was that? And I said, mate, you've got me a beauty. I don't know where they've got you, but, yeah. mate, that was good. Yeah. And then he, and he took his hat off, and he goes, mate, Greg Murphy. <laughs> no so he's a V8 way. supercar driver. No way. It was the best stitch-up ever. So can ever. you Google that now? Is it on the... I think you can, yeah. I think it's still up there, yeah. Well, so, yeah, that's the... Uh... Listeners, Google Cam Smith's life nearly flashed before his eyes kind yeah. of stuff. That was, that was the story, mate. That, that was the story, mate. Yeah, it was... Um, I remember at the time... I'm going, but he's the Australian captain. You can't do that to him, Barry. And, and, so, and the look on so, your face, and like I was explaining to the producer, I'm going, I'm, let's go with me. I said, he's, he's a redhead, Cameron. He loves his hate. And when I said that, I said, you've got no idea what I'm talking about, do you? He goes, no. I said, well, yeah, it's HSV, GDS. You know, I, I'm still trying to hit the missus up for one. But, um, <laughs> mate, it's just gold. It's just gold. But, um, yeah. It was, it was great yeah, to good. watch. And, um, yeah. yeah, it was and, good. Because I, 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 I don't know. Program, yeah, good on you, mate. I've loved me, uh, loved me cars for a long time. So yeah. I still got, I still got my first one. I got a HG Kingswood. No so way. I bought it when I was seventeen. So that's me little, uh, little pride. So you joy. can, you can Google uh, Cameron Smith does a hot lap. Oh, don't. And it should don't, don't come Google up. it. Don't Google it. And you'll see what this man looks like. Don't Google it when he's uh, <laughs> on the edge. Anyway, where? Uh, thanks for calling, mate. Really appreciate it, Mark. Good on you, Mark. Now we've got, hey, we got some got text a here. Thousand. Yes, a lot of text here. Morning Beacon Cam. Seriously, boys, how Ponga has kept his captaincy, I'll mm. never know. Aren't captains meant to be the leaders and role models of the team? I mean, I hate Melbourne, but Smithy, <laughs> you're probably the highest respected captain that's played the game. Should Get he you, kept Mark. his captaincy, Mark Penrith? Yeah, well, that's what we just discussed that. And, and that's something that they're going to have to work through, aren't they, over the next you know, few months, Kempi? Yeah, yeah. um, whether, whether you know, Kalen is the right person for that job. But, you know, they may have, after they sit down and have the discussion, they may. They may decide that he is the right man for the job mm. moving forward, and he's just got to make some changes. Kalen could even may say, you know what, maybe I'm not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he could come out and say, look, yeah, actually, I took it on this year, and I was really, um, you know, I was, I was um, really proud to to have the captaincy, the C mm. next to my name, and lead the boys out. But I just I didn't feel overly comfortable with it, and yep. I think it's best that 
um, we change, which that, that's happened in the past Yeah, it's with, with many, many players. Yeah, and, and, and ironically, it's almost a leadership move to do that sometimes. That's right. Sometimes that's right. it's yeah. better to step aside and, that's and right. whatever. Again, not so, we're not saying that that mm. should happen. No, But it is not. a possibility. Uh, we've got some more text here. Uh, Good morning, the People's Beak and People's Goat. was wondering what your opinions on the teams being able to get a 5 to 10% salary cap relief on local juniors they have brought up through the grades. Might promote more local juniors staying at clubs, especially for the likes of the Warriors. P.S. Smithy, bring back the beard. Cheers, Nathan. <laughs> have you asked Nathan to write that? No, you mate, keep asking no. me to grow the beard. No, back oh, mate. Hey, the people want it. Don't, don't, don't come at me. The people want the beard back, mate. It's, mm. uh, it's, it's an icon. It's, <laughs> I'm not, it's, not it's coming iconic. Back. It's not coming back, especially living in Queensland. Now. It's too oh, hot. Oh, no. Well, what do you think of that? The getting sort of cap well, dispensation? So, so I brought up a, a point earlier in the week about. The New Zealand Warriors, when you look at the New Zealand side, I think we could all agree that on paper right now, the Kiwi side, not the Warriors, the yes. Kiwi side is as good Very strong. as the Australian side yep. on paper. Yep. Now, But they're not playing for the Warriors. Exactly. Not a single one was playing for the Warriors when they played early this year. And I, my concern for, the say, the Warriors is the talent's all there. They just can't seem to keep the Kiwi boys in yep. New Zealand locally. to be able to, locally. And so my point was that... Could the NRL invest some kind of money into New Zealand development to, to entice those boys to stay uh, in New Zealand? Because mm. the, the word is that we want to expand in New Zealand and have another team there. That's the word yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And I guess he's also saying, is there a way where we could you know, uh, give clubs that are struggling more salary cap? My opinion on that is like, man, you open up a huge can of yeah. worms then. I, I, don't think, I don't think clubs that are struggling and down on the bottom of the ladder I think that's just that's just saying hey here's a leg up mm. and, and just offering sort of mediocrity mm. you know yeah. just saying oh look you're not like there's certain clubs that, that that put more time into their football yeah that's just a matter of fact yeah yeah with their training and their preparation and that's why they're better than other teams so mm. yeah it's something to look at I, I think but I think particularly with young players that are developed from, say, 16, 17 and come all the way through into an NRL system and they're playing there for four or five years, become representative players. I think there should be an opportunity to, to be able to keep those players at that club. Yep, totally agree. Now, we're going to head to the news. After the news, we're going to talk about the big fella, Payne Haas, and also Junior Paolo committing to Samoa. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, Smithy, yes. huge news. It seems to be rumbling its head again, the Payne Haas situation. Now, Payne Haas has come out and said, if I'm being honest... I would like to say the Broncos, but these things happen in rugby league. Or, sorry, things happen in rugby league. That's mm. a, about what he said. Um, and what does that mean? Well, it <laughs> <laughs> means he's leaving. There's a little like. <laughs> little cryptic message in yeah, there, I think, maybe? I think, I think uh, let's put it this way. I don't think that they're on the same page in yeah. regards to value. Well, I, I think what that means is, listen, I've got a price tag. If I don't get it, I'll go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're That's reading into it? That's absolutely my read to it. Um, as an ex-Bronco... Um, I'm already kind of resigned to him moving on. Okay. Uh, and to be honest, the only thing I would ask uh, as an ex-Bronco is just give us time to recruit mm. someone else. Mm. Uh, you, you've proven that no matter what, you always go out and give it your all for the jersey, which I appreciate. Yep. Um, I actually spoke to Payne and I just said, mate, regardless of what happens, uh, I really appreciate what you've done for the jersey and uh, you know, good luck with everything. He said, you know, you, that really means a lot to me, Kempi. So I, I just think that Please give us enough time to get our salary cap in order. And yep. if it is something that you really are strong on and you feel you're a million-dollar player, if that is the case, if that's the argument, then um, I, I wish him the best. Mm. He's, he's really served the club well while he's played. Well, what's his, what, how long is he contracted for, though? 
So he's contracted for at least, I think, another year or two. Okay. So he, w- he would be breaking contract, but that's why I say right. give so, us time. So as in give, him, give us time, when you say that, do you, are you asking him to give you another 12 months? Well, essentially... Another if, season? Yeah, if we, if we agree that, okay, you, you can move on or whatever... Okay. Stay until we can find a... He's contracted till the end of 2024. Okay. Stay until you, we can find someone that we feel can fit the deal. <laughs> so what if the Broncos, they just say, oh, look, listen, mate, we still haven't found anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> you will play, play out to the end of 2024. Yeah. Well, then, then it's kind of a tough, <laughs> a tough, a tough So what you're saying, mate, you're pretty much saying, like, more than likely he'll have to, you'd have to play there another 12 months? I'd say so. I'd say so, or at least through throughout half the year. But you'd probably say, look, just give us one more year, mate, and then you can go get what you need to get. Okay. Um, and I think that that would be good. Like, for example, when uh, Josh had a car, he wanted to move back to Sydney for, I think, family reasons. And, I, I, again, I don't know the details of the deal, but the report was basically that the Storm said, look, as long as we can get, you know, whatever we yeah, need yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah, um, I think that's a, honestly the only way you're going to handle this without it exploding. Well, they wanted like for like, didn't they? Mm. Melbourne. Mm. Yes. Now you you may not you may not find an exact replica of, of Payne Haas because there's very few people like yeah. like him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what you what there are a lot of is big big forwards. Yeah. They yeah. can run meters and make tackles. Or two of them, for example. Yeah. You know, we get we get two really good solid forwards for 450k each or something along yeah. those lines. Because he's on reportedly what 800, 800 yeah. next year mm. or the next two years. Yeah. So, which, which I guess it is disappointing in the sense that, like, mate, your life's not going to change much from, from $800 to $1 million. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's his, his choice. He gets to do, do what he wants. And mm. uh, what, what are your thoughts on Do you think it, he should? Oh, well, I, I think if you, if you look at this season and, and the great things that the Broncos have done, I, I just think they're, they're on a good thing at the moment. 100%. So why, I, yeah, I, I just, if, if you're chasing a million when you're on 800 like it's an extra 200 now I get it, like every, yeah, it all it all counts, mm. it all counts. But when you're still a young man and you've still got so much time in the game, um, why not take the opportunity just to try and stay on this ride that the Broncos are on? He's been part of it's it. It's been such a big year for them. Yeah. Now they've stumbled a little bit over the last you know three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, they had a win last weekend though. Okay. Or or being. This, it wasn't a wasn't great, convincing. Great, great game of football, but win nonetheless, and they stay in the hunt. They mm. they stay in the hunt for a top four. They can still finish top four. Yeah, absolutely. They still can. It's 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 a possibility, mm. and that would be huge. Um, at the very least, it looks as though they'll get a home final. Yes. If if they, if they can get some wins, a very tough opposition this week, of course. Yep. But you know they've they've beaten quality opposition this year. They've mm. shown that they can do it. Um, I think, obviously, the big out is Patrick Carrigan mm. at the moment. Oh, man. He's, st- he's still, what, another two weeks away. Yeah, it's uh, Paddy Carrigan's been out. has hurt us quite a lot. I would say as well with the pain, like, I, I do get a feeling that he does want to kind of chase a bit of greatness. He wants to win premierships. That, that is the kind of feel I get from him. And I kind of feel like, mate, mm. if you were to go on and win a premiership with the Broncos, you were here at our lowest of low. We've never gone that low, oh, and you picked us up off the canvas. Imagine mate. being part of that. And he, he was there, the he, depths. He was a part of the group that, exactly, what they picked up a wooden spoon, oh, the spoon. and then 14th. And now and now they're sitting in the top eight in, in a position where, like, you just don't know. Like, you do not know. Like, you get yourself into the finals, you do not know what's going to happen. Yeah. Cowboys, perfect example, and I'll and I'll witness this firsthand because I played against them in the grand final in 2017. Mm. 
They finished their last round of football, okay, in, in round 25, 26, whatever it was, last round of football. And I, I spoke to those players. I spoke to, um, you know, Gavin Cooper and Michael Morgan, um, the, the guys that played in that, that grand final against us. They finished their last round, okay, and then they went to the pub. They went to the pub and got on the beers thinking, well, that's, that's it. Like, they were sitting ninth or, or something, like yep. coming into the yep. final games of that weekend. And then results went their way. And they went, hang on a minute. I think the Sharks beat the Tigers. We're playing next week. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in. Incredible. So they went from eighth and beat, what did they beat? Roosters. They beat Cronulla. And they beat one other side to make their way into the grand final. It, it was Parramatta. That's yeah. right. They, you just don't know. Like, so, I don't know. Like, this, this it's, it's funny how this stuff is coming up at a crucial part of the season mm. for the Broncos. Mm. It's just... I don't know. It, it, it amazes me, really. Now. When they, when they put themselves in such a great position and now this talk comes up. Now, this is a question that I think at the start of the season you would have said, Kempi, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> okay. You've got, you've got a million dollars. or you've got 800K. Yes. You can only sign Paddy Carrigan or Payne Haas. Oh, Jesus. Who are you doing? Who are you signing? Um, can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's, it, I just... Can I think, phone a friend? I think it's incredible, though, how far Paddy has come. Well, that's... that's you know? I, I think that's... That's the, the greatest part of it is that like he wasn't in the conversation Mate, at the start of the year. He was a, a good, strong forward, but he hadn't reached his, anywhere near his potential. It, it'd be great if you could keep both. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I think ideally, and I think you know, both men would, would, um, would benefit greatly from each other mm. being in, in the side. And they get along really well. Like yeah. they, it's, they've got a really good connection. Because watching their combos... Um, this year, particularly when when they're when they're up and about and playing with high energy, mm. like the, the, they're both um, great defenders, and and Paddy's sort of he does a lot of clean up work and all that sort of stuff. But with the football, so damaging, and and their combination when they when they have the football, like yeah. that one two punch where they can swap in those roles where you have the two like both um, Patrick and and Payne, mm. you know one can be first receiver, one could be the other you know, supporting and then they can switch roles. Mm. They're, they're both threats. Yeah. And then you've got guys like Tamare Martin, Adam Reynolds um, playing off the back of them. Mm. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a really strong part of, of the Broncos game this year. So if one was to go and they're without each other, just makes things harder, doesn't it? It's just a really interesting situation because I'm like Payne isn't he's actually an intelligent like not actually, but he's a really intelligent guy. He's yeah. a quite deep thinker. Yeah. And I just think that it's it's surprising to me because surely his manager or someone said to him, Look, you if you want to win a premiership, people are taking pay cuts. Mm. It's it's just the way it is. You yeah. cannot you cannot win premierships unless your best players are taking a little bit less. Like yeah. we take an extra hundred here or less there or less there. Yeah. And so I wonder whether you could just get in pains here and go, look, mate, speak to the other boys, speak to that, you know, Flegler and Paddy and, and, and mm. I guess just discuss with them. I know money is a hard thing to talk about in yeah. players, but yeah. all I know is is when I was coming through our senior players genuinely took pay cuts for each other. They knew that was what was required yep. if they wanted to be the best. Yeah. And they did. They, they won premierships because of it. Yeah. Well, like, it's all well and good being the big dog. Mm. And you can, you can go get your 1.2. But then, but then who's, who's around you supporting you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're probably going to be a little bit shallow as far as quality is concerned. Mm. There'll always be a squad there for you to play with. But yeah. 
But how good are those players going to be? Like at the moment, like he's got Adam Reynolds, who's made a huge difference there. Kurt Capewell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Two guys, Ryan James. It's th- rare, three, gun. three guys that have come in and made a huge difference to that, to that, to that football side. Mm. Without a doubt. It's been said multiple times, particularly um, you know, by Kevin Walters, who have said, you know, these guys have just, they've shown the guys that were there already exactly what it is to be a professional week in, week out, bring consistency to our footy club. So that, that shows what, col- what quality does. Yeah, yeah. And Makes I'm, a difference. I'm sure he's enjoying his footy way more. Put yourself around quality. Yeah. Now, w- before we head to a break, we need to remind you, we are down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Now, Spitwater Pressure Cleaners is opening tomorrow, Smitty. Yeah, official opening, tomorrow, opening to the official public. Official opening to the public. Now, we'll get the address to you in a second. But before we get that to you, we're going to tell you, if you get down here tomorrow or any time over the weekend, so Friday or Saturday... You can go in the draw to win a Triple Eight Racing V8 Hot Lap. You can also win two uh, Test Cricket, two reserve tickets to day one of the Gabba Ooh, against South Africa. That'll How be a big good. one. Then you've got the 2022 signed Titans jersey and Titans football and two tickets to Titans versus Knights. Or you can win 18 holes for two players, including one shared golf buggy. And that's at the Twin Waters Golf Club at Sunshine Coast. And of course, a $50 voucher to Schnitz. Yep, that's right. So get down here, guys. Uh, they're open tomorrow uh, to the general public. And then, of course, Saturday as well. Mm. Probably be a big crowd here Saturday. Spitwater it is, Gold Coast. It's at 5 Fortitude Crescent, Burley Heads. That's 5 Fortitude Crescent, Burley Heads. Just come down and speak to their friendly staff. They'll go give you anything you need um, when it comes to Spitwater cleaning, heating, vacuuming. They've got it all. Mate, great staff too. Met down here early, having a yarn with them. Really, really great staff. So get down here over the next couple of days for your chance to win uh, some great prizes. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to talk about eligibility, junior bolo, papali'i, deciding to play for Samoa. Wow, it's all happening. Time now to break down the best hands in the NRL. Thanks to Schnitz, the best hands in the schnitzel business. <laughs> Welcome back to the Captain's Run. The best hands, thanks to Schnitz. Who we got there, Smithy? Okay, one point this week goes to the, goes to the Roosters. Big man, how good is it seeing the big oh. front rowers, the big props combining? Stop it. To score tries Beautiful. or set up tries. The Roosters, big man, Jared Weir, Hargraves, Victor Radley and Matt Lodge combining for a try against the Roosters, who are flying at the they're moment. Building, they're Kempe, building, flying. And they spoke about that. They, they spoke about, yeah, we'll, just, we'll just build into the season. Mm. We'll get ourselves ready to go. Um, so one point to those boys. They can share it. They can have, what, 0.33 of a point each. 0.333. Yep. Recurring. Recurring, yep. Two points. Luciano Leilu's one-handed tap-on for Murray Torlangi is try against the, uh, the Roosters. Oh, how good was that? Yeah, it's so good. The, the, the edge back rowers and centres like these days and fullbacks like just that quick little little bat on mate they just they, do they practice it at training I don't think they do it's just uh, they it's, couldn't I just feel like you know yesteryear with the players as a centre was almost like you didn't need to have yep. that kind of silky hands who did you play outside of Hodgie Hodgie for a bit did he give and you any then, of those little nah no, Hodgie was pretty good. He was in taking dummy half runs. A lot of dummy half runs, but he was actually pretty good. You know what? Cheap Gary's. Oh, man. Just constantly. Tackle um, four special. Darius Boyd, I was outside for all oh, the year. Okay, I yeah. really like being outside Darbs because he's a very safe player. You know what, yes. where he's going, what yep. he's going to do. Yep. Very consistent. Very consistent. Like, yep. if, if you're going to jam, he's jamming in. If yep. you're not, anyway. Um, now, the three points. Who gets the three points? Three points, though, goes to Sean Johnson. Oh. 
Um, and it was great to see him How scoring good. a try like this. Mount was, Smart too. Yep, back at home. And uh, just seeing you know some of the, the great football that we, we know that Sean Johnson can play through two dummies. Made the line break, scored a 40-metre runaway try against the Doggies. That was a huge win. Winding back the clock. Wasn't it? Yeah. For yeah, Warriors. good for the Warriors. So good. Just to, Also, just to see the vibe at Mount Smart, you know, yeah. the New Zealand. Yeah. It was really, really good to see. But we've got some text here, Smithy. That was, mm. uh, that was thanks to Best Hands, thanks to Schnitz, bite into golden, delicious handcrafted Schnitz. Now, got some text. Hey, yes. Goat and Smithy. <laughs> Bit of a different question. Why don't NRL yep. teams introduce two convers- conversion kickers? One who prefers kicking from the right and one who prefers kicking from the left. Surely mm. that would increase percentages of convergers made. Cheers, boys. Um, well, first and foremost, you need to have two quality kickers, a left and a right foot. Um, I'll tell you a quick story before we go to the break. <clears throat> Craig Bellamy tried to introduce this. Storm. So when Matt Orford was playing seven and I was at nine, I'm a left footer, he's a right footer. Mm. The only problem was... We kept scoring down on the left-hand side of the field. So I never got a shot. <laughs> now, maybe that was because Matt Orford, he was playing on that side too, and oh, he just wanted all the conversions, Kempi. Oh, that makes sense. Nah, just keep the one kicker. Keep what, it keep it all was, consistent. What was your overcall? What, what, like, ours was Porky's at the Broncos. Oh, I can't give that away. Because it's, oh, still, is the it's same, still the same. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, apologies if I've just given away the Broncos. <laughs> apologies if I did. No, it's, I don't think it's the same. Uh, our, our at the back play used to be called Nike. Yep. Nike. There you go. Is yours still the same? Yeah. Really? I can't tell. I can't tell Holy. Let's get to the bottom of that. Now, we're going to head to a break. <laughs> After the break, we've got plenty more to talk about. We've got round previews. We've got eligibility. We've got Junior Polo, Papaliki. We've got your text. Everything. So stay tuned and see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Make sure to get here tomorrow. They've been uh, 40 years ago. A young Italian couple moved to Albury in New South Wales, bringing with them their groundbreaking pressure cleaner product. Wow. Spitwater was born. Over the next four decades, this Aussie business disrupted the Australian pressure cleaning market and expanded from Albury to Adelaide, Brisbane, Perth, Melbourne, and Sydney. All over. All over. These tough and ready pressures. Cleaners, pressure cleaners are mainstay equipment for farmers, mines, factories, and all other trades across the country. Given the quality of Spitwater range, many purchased decades ago are still in service, Smithy. There you go. There you go. So, so after a pressure cleaner, a good quality here. one that's going to last you a long, long time, get, get down, down here, here tomorrow it's and a, Saturday. Mate, it's a beautiful spot. Beautiful spot. Friendly staff. Great place to come and check it out. Plus, you can win a bunch of prizes. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to get talking about Junior Polo and Papa Lee. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We are down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. A great spot. Get down here tomorrow. You can win a bunch of prizes or the next day on Saturday. But, Smithy, we need to talk about Papa Lee yes. and Polo have both decided to play for Samoa. Mm-hmm. Now, Really interesting because both would have been in contention for sure for Australia. Absolutely. So I guess, first of all, thoughts on the fact that they've decided to play for Samoa? Oh, look, I think it's great that, that these guys are, are wanting to go and, and represent um, their family's heritage or even um, some, a lot of these Pacific Nation players. Uh, they, were, they were born in mm. either Tonga, Samoa, and then moved to New Zealand or to Australia. Um, you know, sort of in their youth or teenage years, um, which has got them out here playing in the NRL and, and playing State of Origin, but they, they're, they're wanting to go back and play for, as I said, their their, their family's heritage, um, those countries involved. I think it's great. Mm. It makes the international game oh. so much stronger. And, and it's, it's, it's 
what it is doing, it's, it's gaining a lot of interest around the World Cup this year. And it, you, you can't just look at it and go, well, Australia will win this. Yeah. Because you've got to think back. I know it's only it's, it's a couple of years ago now, but Australia's last test match was against Tonga. Tonga. Lost. And they were beaten. Yeah. And were they beaten by New Zealand before that as well? I, I think I think they may have been. Yeah. Not long before that. So, well, I think. Well, they currently rank fourth the Kangaroos. Yeah. And also the last World Cup that we have, they only beat you guys only beat England by six uh, one try. Yeah, it was six nil. Yeah. yeah. It was six nil. Yeah, it was. Um, and that that was a that was a great game of footy um, to be a part of. But uh, look, oh, yeah, I think that's what it has does. It, it's put a lot of lot of focus and a lot of interest on the World Cup, which is great. Like, we all want the, the international game to be strong and competitive. We don't just want, you know, Australia out there winning everything or New Zealand just winning everything. Um, we, want, we want, you know, four and five countries turning up into that tournament going, well, who's going to win? We just don't know. And, and I, think, I think a lot of these guys, particularly with the Samoan boys, wanting to go back and represent Samoa now is, is off the back of the, the movement of the Tongan players. Mm. So uh, only a couple of years ago, I think yeah. it was, maybe three years ago, mm. um, you know, the, the Tongan players, I th- led, I believe, by Jason Taumalolo, said, yeah. hey, boys, let's, 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 let's put a strong side together. Yeah. And let's go and try and compete against New Zealand yeah. and Australia and, and One of England. my favourite moments in rugby league, that, the, t- the Tonga yeah. run. Like, seeing all that, like... It was the most conflicted I've ever felt in my life. So yep. when, when we lost to him, I say we like I played, but, you know. Australia. Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, you, um, you're going for When we lost to him, I, like, I was obviously upset that we'd lost, but I was also so happy for Tonga yeah. to, to, to experience that. Uh, and I, so I'm, I'm totally with you. I think it's fantastic that we've got guys going playing for their heritage because all it does is help the game. Of course. All it does is help the game. I guess the only thing that we have to really begin discussing and get really clear on mm. is eligibility going forward, I think. Yeah. Because it's becoming, once Samoa hit the Tier 1, Yes. and, and Tonga as well, I'm not sure if they are yet a Tier 1 nation. Well, Tonga's, they, I mean, they they're not classed as Tier 1 rugby league nation, but they're ranked higher than Australia. Yeah, which so, is bizarre. So I, I do think that we probably need to sit down and start looking at that. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's going to get messy before it gets... Sorted, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and are, you, are you referring to like their origin, origin and then inter- international? International, like, like can you, you play both? Can you get, can you play for Samoa, but then in the middle of the year play for Australia yeah. or New Zealand? Well, I think it's really messy at the moment. And I come out and said early in the year when this discussion started with the origin and then into international stuff, I, I, I just feel that you know, if, if you're choosing to play for Samoa and Tonga, good on you. Mm. Like, I, I, I and I, I don't know whether that message got lost, um, but I, I'm, I'm all for these these players opting to play for um, the Pacific Island nations. Mm. I think it's great for international football. But I think if you choose to do so, it makes it then very difficult to say, oh, no, but I'll play state of origin. Yeah. I'll represent a state of Australia, but then I want to represent another country mm. at the end of the year. And, it, and it's not... A, it's it's It's... <laughs> It's not about origin. Take the origin stuff out of it. It's, it's about the international stuff. Mm. I think it just gets really, really messy mm. when, when you say, look, I'll, I'm happy to play state of origin. I'm yeah. happy to play for Queensland or Australia, but then, ah, sorry, Queensland or New South Wales, but then I'm, I'm going to play for a different country at the end of the year. Mm. I, I just think it's really strange because then you go, well, okay, and we're talking about these tier ones and tier twos and, and all this sort of stuff. If the if the if the Tongan and Samoan players can play state of origin, why can't why can't the Kiwi boys? Yeah, yeah. Why can't why can't the English players? 
yeah. play. It becomes a very, very tough situation where you're almost either opening it up to everyone and then you mm. lose the fabric of what the game is. Well, that's what I mean. And that's my, my concern of it all. But, um, yeah, I, I just feel that, okay, you nominate who you want to play for um, in, the, in the international tournaments. Mm. Um, and, and then we move from there. I think if you represent Queensland or Australia, uh, Queensland or New South Wales, you go on to play for the Kangaroos. I, I think that's just that's pretty straightforward for me. Mm. But you know, like that's that's just what I th- that what I think and what I feel. Yeah. And maybe I feel that way because because that's I didn't have another option. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I could only play for Australia. Yeah. And you know, I feel very you know strongly about you know representing the Kangaroos because I wore that jersey and I captained that football side, and um, you know, I'm very proud that I got to represent that football team. Um, so that, that, that's probably a huge reason as to why I have that belief. Mm. You know, many people don't have that belief and, and that's okay. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not for one second saying that people that have the belief that, that these guys playing for, or sorry, representing Tonga and Samoa can still play Origin. Mm. I, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not saying they're wrong. Yeah. It's, just what, it's just the way I feel about the situation. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's such an interesting topic because, as we said, like a few weeks ago, you, I would have said, you know what, well, it's a changing game. It's yeah, a that's right, landscape. yeah. Mm. But then you're right because this World Cup, there's a good chance that Samoa and Tonga beat England and New Zealand. And they, beat, they can beat Australia. They, exactly. They're going to have such a strong football side. Like Samoa, like when you, when you go through the lineup, particularly of you know, the latest sort of developments of, of players now um, nominating to play for Samoa or, or Tonga, they are serious footballers. Yeah, absolutely. They are going to have a very, very strong football side. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's such an interesting one because you, you could almost, there's a chance that they come out of this World Cup, Tier 1 Nations, and yeah. then the argument is, well, why can't Kiwi boys and, you know, England... That's, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It becomes very, that's very messy. Because um, you, you may have, you'll have guys that, that are Kiwi players and... and, and so, well, Sonny like, Bill like Williams was a Sonny Bill Williams, perfect one. Jamalalu, uh, Tamalalu when he came through was playing for the Kiwis, couldn't play Origin, That's but he right. grew up essentially in Northern Queensland. That's right, from yeah. a very young age. Mm. Um, yeah, so the eligibility rules, particularly around yeah Origin and then transferring into international football, are all over the shop at the moment. We just need to get it back. We just need to be black and white. Mm. What what I will say though is, and, I, and again, it's very easy for me to tell another company to spend their money. Like, it's so easy for me to say the NRL need to. But I do think, let's say we were to put these rules down, I do think that there's more opportunity to play for Samoa, Tonga and those nations need to be given throughout this the season. So that, let's say... Oh, okay. So you want more games. More games for the yep. boys. So so yep. let's say, okay, you know what? I am going to choose Samoa and Tonga and I'm not going to play Origin. Let's say that was just the, the decision. Yep give them an opportunity to have their own kind of origin. Now, yeah. obviously, we've had years and years and years to build that up. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, Samoa and Tonga, with a, with a bit of cash behind it over a couple of years, would be an incredible thing to watch. They've, they've got even more history yep. with, against each other than, you know, say, New South Wales, Queensland. So that's one thing that I think that the, I hope the NRL gives. I know it's a different governing body, but I hope that there is more opportunity for these um, Pacific nations to be able to play together and build up, you know, Yep. Build, build, build up the Absolutely. connection to the country, but also play for their team. Now, we've got uh, a text here. Hi, Beacon Smitty. Uh, what's your top eight predictions? And uh, Nico Hines to snag Ooh. the Delhi M has been, uh, has Ben Hunt has been a bit cu- quiet the last couple of weeks. I don't know about that. I think Benny Hunt's been pretty good. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, what, are you, what are you thinking? Mate. Delhi M's. 
Dally M's, I think it'd be right. It's a race, in my opinion, right now between Hines and uh, Benny Hunt. But I also think a Smokey could be a Dylan Edwards. Oh, really? Be- be- well, because because Nathan Cleary's been he's been out a bit with injury yes. at the start of the season, mm-hmm. and then obviously he went away for Origin, yep. and now he's out for the rest of the year. And Dylan Edwards is con- he's having the best year of his career. Yep, best year of his career by by a mile. Yep, and so a team that's constantly winning, and he's usually their best player, but side Isaiah Yo maybe. Yep. Um, now, maybe he is sharing a lot of points. With oh, Isaiah. that's what I was going to mention. Yeah. I reckon he, he may have... The thing that may hurt his chances is is playing in a very good football side mm. and, and other players taking points away from Do him. Do you think the Dalian system needs a bit of tinkering? Because like the best sides share the points between each other. Yeah. Um, maybe, but maybe not. Because like, if, you, if you think of... You know, people talk about the, the dominance of the Melbourne Storm for a period of time. Like... Still won. Yeah, well... well the only reason I Co- say it Cooper, Cooper, never won. Cooper Cronk. Yeah, that's right. My Co- boy. Well, but Cooper, Cooper won two. Yep. Billy won one. Mm. How many did you pick up? Three? Oh, a couple. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So you could argue, argue yeah, that okay. you know, we were taking points of each other, but we, were, we managed to jag, jag a few over those years. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I don't just... know. I, I think the way Ben Hunt has played this year, he may have put a little gap on him. Yeah. Particularly, like, because he... Because I think they can pick up points in Origin as well. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, that last game yeah. should get twenty yeah. points. No, as in the people that play Origin don't have extra games or extra points they that just, they can accrue. I think yeah. I think they they sort of take a a, a best your best twenty. Yeah. I think, okay. Like that, or okay. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Um, Do you think Hines is smoking? So he played well in Origin and played well when he came back as well. Oh, so well. whole period. He's the first bloke ever on the weekend to kick a 40-20 and a 20-40 in the same game. (laughs) Incredible. He's doing it all. Uh, Do I think he's a... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And he's a bit like... Well, he started the year on fire, as did his team did as well. So Mm. no coincidence there. And a lot being said about the football side and whatnot. But they've they've just... been putting along down there in the Shire, just winning footy games, and mm-hmm. he's been a huge part of that as well. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me to be for him to be up around the top, Nico. Yeah, even if, even if he fin- even if he finished um, even if he finished in sort of like the top three, I reckon. So voting went behind closed doors after round twelve. At this stage, Ben Hunt had nineteen points on top. Mm-hmm. Isaiah had seventeen. Nico Hines had sixteen, and Dylan Edwards was on thirteen. There you go. So that 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 points towards like Dylan Edwards is going to be thereabouts. Surely, because he's been incredible. Yeah. Uh, we also got another text here. Uh, hey Cam and Kempy, huge fan of your show. Just wanting to give you a shout out to my dad, Julian. He's uh, he's calling a crook. Rest up, dad. Love your heaps from. Mm. Christy in Kellyville. Rest up, Julian, mate. Yeah, all the best, Julian. I hope you're feeling better soon, mate. Got some more text here, mate. Uh, sheep and beak. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> What's sheep? <laughs> what is that? Uh, what, what do you guys think of the dolphin spine that I've got here? Munster at one, Milford at six, O'Sullivan at seven, Jeremy Marshall King at nine. Well, there's three. There's three that are currently signed there at the mm, Dolphins. Yep. The, the, the one big one is the bloke that the, you've got next to the number one, and that's Cam Munster. Mm. Huge reports saying that he's done. That he's Dolphins. That it's a done deal. Yeah. I tell you what. Surprising. Monster. I, I still... I, I, yeah, anyway. You hope he stays? Oh, I, I hope he stays. I, I can't believe he, that they wouldn't just throw everything at him to keep him. Like, have a look at his form over the last month. <laughs> Incredible. You can't Incredible. tell me he's not the most important player there. Arguably in the comp, you know. 
Because, like, at the moment, he's got, what, two premierships? Mm. He's got a bunch of origins. Yeah. And can play can play each... essentially everywhere. Oh, You could put him, honestly, at lock. I reckon he'd go all right. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit soft. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm only joking, Monster. Uh, um, he listens to the captain's run every week, too. Uh, I'm only joking, Monday. Uh, Goat and Beak. Rumours are Seraldo may be chasing Crichton. That's Stephen Crichton. Okay. I assume he will want him at fullback. Do you agree with this signing? Personally, with that sort of money, he may be... Better, better chasing. chasing a good experience seven like Hunt to mm. mentor Flanagan. Wow. I understand he may have more success signing a Panthers player, but I think the Bulldogs back five are highly underrated and will only get better. Also, signing like Fisher-Harris or Leota to lead the pack around will be great with Vaughan leaving, thought Smitty. Mm. Well, the, the, I guess the, the, the thing that's going to help him moving over to the Dogs is, is his relationship with those Penrith players. Mm-hmm. Whether he tries to take a couple with him or not, I don't even know... Is any of their players available next year? I think Critter is off contract 2024. Yeah, so, so, so someone will have to break a contract. Yes. Someone will have to break a contract to go with him this year at least. Ah, sorry, at the end of this year at least. Actually, to go it might to be 2023 Critter is off contract. Yeah. So, but in saying that, the, the top 100 rich, rich list came out recently. Right. And I'd spoken to the journos that did it. They assure me that this is pretty bang on accurate. They spoke to all the right people, CEOs, football managers, everything, wow. which was surprising to me. I, I given up salaries. Well, that's what I said to the well, journal. I said, how do you, I said, how do you know? Because, you know, in my playing days, it was a private thing and you're not allowed to. Yeah. And he said, mate, it's just the game has changed. They're, they're more willing to talk. But anyway, okay. the, the report was that uh, Critter was on about 600K already as a centre. Wow. And okay. so that, that, like when I saw that, before I saw that, I thought, oh, Critter for sure go to Bulldogs and play fullback because mm-hmm. it seems like he wants to play fullback. Yep. But I tell you what, 600K at a premiership winning club, wow. yep. I wouldn't be going anywhere. That's good coin. Stick me out in the centre. That's great coin. Great coin. I mean, yeah, anyway. If so, <laughs> any clubs looking for a centre for Especially a when you're K? going back-to-back. Well, if you're going, if you're going back-to-back premierships and, and then possibly even again... I know they're losing Kikau and Coruscant, mm. huge, huge blows for them, but uh, they've got a couple of young fellows that are highly touted at that footy club mm. um, coming through in those positions. But I don't know. If, if you're going to be a force in the competition, just, I don't know, what do you move? Mate, if I'm on 600K, I'd sit down at the centres. That's what I mean. Oh, I'm staying for sure. Yeah. I'd stay for less than that, Smithy. Mm. Yep. There you go. I'd be lower for 100k. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. We're going to go to a break. We're going to go to a break. But after the break, we've got plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about. We've got previewers, matches. We've got the top eight. So much can happen. So much can happen. We're currently down at Spitwater. Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Get down here. You can win a bunch of prizes over the weekend. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We are down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Head down tomorrow. You can win a bunch of prizes. We've got uh, time now for Bailey Ladder. The, the young guns that are climbing up the Bailey Ladder, thanks to Bailey Ladder, Worksite trusted for over 60 years. 60 that is years. 60 years, incredible stuff. So Bailey Ladder, if you're looking for a ladder, it's the only ladder to get. But who we got here, Smitty? Okay, first nomination uh, goes to the young Sharky, Cade Dykes. Mm. Um, in just his second NRL game, he had one try, a line break, Three tackle breaks and ran for over 130 metres. That's uh, Adam Dykes' young fella. Yeah. So we had the, we had Zach Fulton play for Manly only the week before made his debut. And he was the first of mm-hmm. three generations for one club. Crazy. Then all of a sudden the next week, two in a row. Mate, Sharky should have debuted him two weeks earlier to get that. Yeah, the they would have they <laughs> had something over Manly. Although I think they... 
They've got something over Manly this year. They're going to be playing. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry Manly fans. Um, <laughs> uh, nomination number two is Viliami Valia. In his first game since round 12, he's only 19. He had one try, ran for over 130 metres, one line break, one line break assist. Wow. Against the Doggies. Huge game again uh, for Viliami. 19 years old. Yeah, just talking about those Warriors boys. Had a, a wonderful game over there um, on the weekend. So well done to Viliami, Valia. Um, third nomination. Nomination. Now, it's Sam Verrills, and a lot of people go, well, mate, he's been around for ages. Mm. He's won a premiership and all that sort of stuff. But he's still only 23. And um, playing number nine, heading up this way next year. Ooh, get excited, Goldie fans. He might come down to Spitwater. Mate, I'm sure he will. Buy a pressure cleaner for his new house. Mate, he'll clean the driveway with the canals or something. For sure. Would have got a big joint out there. (laughs) Early waters, just down the road. Big contract. Uh, Anyway, uh, he had two two tries, 50 running metres, two line breaks, a line break assist. Mate, what a massive game. And one try assist. Talking about Dally M's, surely he's picked up three points Surely three points there. Surely. Wow. What a game. There's got to be an investigation. <laughs> there has got to be. Speaking of Manly, uh, <laughs> that was thanks to Bailey Ladders bringing safety and efficiency to the work site for over 50, uh, 60 years. 60. I couldn't believe it. I said 50, Smithy. No, yeah, we've got some text here. We've got some text here. Morning, Goats. Just a question about Dragons. If the Dragons are successful in keeping Ben Hunt for the next year, mm. should their spine be one Ramsey, six Simone, seven Sullivan, Nine Ben Hunt would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Both from Lismore. I don't think Ben Hunt will play nine. No, I don't think so. I'd love to see it. I think he's an incredible nine. Yeah, but we showed that this year with Origin and, yeah. and previous Origin series that he's played in. Mm. But I don't think he'll play nine at club level. Nine week in, week out, very different as well. Yeah, you know, get, to get up for a few games again, this is it's still incredibly hard. Mm. But I'd, I'd assume nine for a whole season, much tougher on the body. Yep. Uh, with all the defence you've got to get through. Do you reckon Ramsey will stay at one for him? Is he the long-term answer? I'm not sure. I mean, he, he has had a really good year. A lot of energy. Uh, you know, he came in and he did take Sloan's spot. But I, I mm. still think Sloan has something to offer there. I yeah. really do. Okay. Um, so but you're thinking maybe long-term it'll be Sloan Well, maybe, but one. I think Sloan's confidence has been absolutely decimated. Well, because he's been in and out. In and out. And he got dropped after a couple of games as a youngster. Yeah. Um, but Ramsey came in and played really well. So yeah. I'm not sure what the answer is at Dragons. I'm actually I'm a bit surprised they haven't been able to recruit that much for yeah. next year. Yeah. Um, I think for Sloan, like being a young man, you just got to stick at it. You really do. Yeah. And, and I know, like, we're all in a rush to, you know, sort of get opportunities here and there. But as a young man, particularly, you know, his age and, and coming into NRL, it's a tough gig. Mm. It's a really tough gig. Like, you, you need to be at your best or, or close to it every week yeah. to keep your spot. Now, yeah. he's still learning. Mm. So just, you know, stick at it for another season. If it doesn't work for him next year, then he's got options. Yeah. The, the thing as well is, like, the one big regret I have with my career is I wasn't that patient. Yeah. So, for example, you can be playing fantastic, but a coach just may have other plans in the season. That's right. That you're not seeing. Yeah. Um, well, you look at, mate, you look at guys that, um, that debut like way past their 20th birthday like mm. it's sort of like you, it's like young fellas get the idea these days that oh if I haven't played first grade when I'm 20 I, I can't make it like I'll look at someone and we had many examples of this but just one like Jeremy Smith mm. okay a back rower lock played it um, at the storm he made his debut 24 years of age wow. I still remember his first game we were playing Canberra um, down in Canberra 
and um, he scored on it. Scored with his first touch. No. Um, sp- wow. But went on yeah. to be a premiership player, international, and an international. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just stick at it. Like he was, uh, I think he was up here in Queensland. I think he might have been playing for Tweed. Mm. Like he was playing in the Queensland Cup. Yeah. But he just stuck at it. Stuck at it. Was playing really well in in the domestic competition up here in Queensland. Got his opportunity in Melbourne, and look what look what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Like so he, it, just even, just. You just stay patient, know. stay persistent, keep working hard at your trade, and opportunities will come. Mm. Cody Walker, 26. Particularly now, like the, like young players should be really excited in our game right now, given there's just been a new team introduced. Mm. Okay, so now the talent's being spread out. So they, they didn't have a team ready to go at Redcliffe, at, at Dolphins. Mm. What have the Dolphins done? They've, they've plucked players from 16 clubs yep. around the competition. So now their squads are lighter. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, very exciting times. And also, the minimum is just increased for a lot of these young guys coming through. When I was coming That's through, right. if you weren't, like, you, you're lucky to be on 30, 40K if you weren't in the top 25. That's right, yeah. Whereas these guys are on, you know, 75K outside the top squad. Yes. Um, now, we're going to head to the news. Uh, after this, we'll begin our round 22, 23 preview. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Smitty, got a text here. Okay. G'day to the People's Beak and People's Skipper. Who do you think wears number three this year for Australia? Will Holmes' form push him ahead of Gagai after some poor defensive reads at Origin? Do we have all, an all-Queensland left with Holmes, Gagai, Latrell, Adokar on the other? Cobo and Suali'i both in the squad. Thoughts? Um, I think Val Holmes gets gets the job. Mm. I think he does yep. after a, a really strong Origin series. Um, I think he might be joined there by Latrell. Big trail. Yeah, how good's he going? He's playing really well. Seriously. How much time do you reckon he'll play this week? He's, he's taken a, a bit of a groin issue into it. No, I think he'll be right. I think he'll, he'll play, play the whole yeah, game? Yeah, I reckon he'll play the whole game. Okay. I reckon he'll play the whole game. Unless yeah. they're killing it. We'll wait and see. Wait and see. But speaking of that, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus Penny Panthers tonight. Mm. Uh, we've got the Troll Mitchell name despite a groin injury. While Campbell Graham returns to centre from a fractured cheekbone. Jackson Polo moves to, to the wing. Isaac Thompson drops to reserve, which I think is crazy in my opinion. I thought Isaac Thompson has been fantastic on the wing for the Rabbitohs. Two games, two tries. Mate. How easy. He's been so good. How easy is it out there, Campy? Oh, so easy. <laughs> Smithy, I can't tell you how easy it is on this thing. <laughs> Lockie Ellis returns in the seven jersey after being a late withdrawal last week. Yep. Dylan Edwards returns to the Penny Panthers. Charlie Staines goes to the wing. Jennings moves to 18th. Liam Martin has been cleared yeah. to play despite an ankle injury that looked pretty serious last week. Thoughts and on this game? Taylor May also named. Yes, Taylor May named. I actually thought I, I, I didn't. Liam Martin looked ordinary when he went over on his ankle. Mm. They, were, they, were, they were they they diagnosed a syndesmosis injury on the night, and he didn't take part in the, the rest of the game after he came off. But it looked like it looked like a bit of a lateral sort of um, sprain that he picked up. Yep, and I remember. Uh, um, who was oh, Murray Tuolungi picked one of those up in the first game of Origin? Oh, yeah. He went over on his ankle, and they—they. I was speaking to um, Billy after the game. He's you know, had plenty of injuries through his career. He said they're extremely painful. Mm. Nanai, like, Nanai, sorry. I saw, was it Nanai? Nanai, Jeremiah Nanai. Game one, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Murray wasn't involved in game yeah. one. Um, Jeremiah Nanai. So they're extremely painful when they happen. Yeah. But but if you put a little lot of physio work into them um, straight away, they they recover quite quickly. Really. So yeah, he must have done must have just had that bad roll of the ankle. So great that Liam Martin's back. Um, we want all of our, our our players out in the field and not spending time on the sideline injured. Um, but this is a huge game. I, I was 
I was at the I did the Penrith Melbourne game last week, mm-hmm. and I also did the the Rabbitohs Eels yeah. game. And I'll tell you what, South Sydney very impressive, very impressive. Particularly their start, they 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 looked like they they had the focus and their mindset. The way they they attacked that game was like they they're ready to go now. I don't know if it's a bit of a concern. It's it, we're still a few weeks out, but mm-hmm. they looked like they were in the mindset of playing finals. And that's why they started that game. And they just, they just blew Parramatta off the park. And they did it without Lock Hillis. Yeah, that's, that's right. What's yeah. Even more so he was a, he was he was sort of like a, a ladyish withdrawal. It wasn't yeah. game day. I think it might have been the day before mm. that he said, "Oh, look, he won't be playing." But I think he was carrying an injury for a couple of weeks. Okay. And he'd struggled to complete all the training sessions. Um, so I think they looked at that game as an opportunity to give him a week off. Um, but yeah, look, they they were impressive, mm. really impressive. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I, this is going to be a huge game. Huge clash. I, I totally what, what are you agree. thinking here? Mate, I agree with you in the sense that last week they looked like the premiership contenders that they were last year. Yes. And that's even without guys like Reynolds, guys like yeah, Jagai yeah. and yep. Bennett. Yep. I thought they looked outstanding. I thought Totola has been immense for them. Like, mm-hmm. If you ever said to me, not ever, but if you said over the last couple of years that the Rabbitohs forward pack would be dominant without a Tommy Burgess, yeah. I'd be surprised. But yep. they did that on the weekend against the Junior arguably Tatola. yeah yep. they did that against arguably the best four pack in the comp in RCG and Junior Polo. Mm. Um, the Rabbitohs for me, they absolutely are slowly building into a premiership threat, just like the Roosters in my opinion. I think the Rabbitohs are probably a little bit further along. Yes, uh, but this game for me is going to be a cracking game because obviously Rabbitohs can set the tone, but also the Penny Panthers they're going to be looking to bounce back and bounce back big. Yeah, they did not. I mean, rightly so. They were not happy with being held to zero. No, and yeah, no, and it, it's it's a it's a really um, unfamiliar position that Penrith find themselves in now. Mm. They uh, the last couple of years, you know, through their successful seasons and they, the the last two campaigns, they haven't had to deal with inj- many injuries or mm. serious injuries where they've kept players out for multiple weeks. Yep, they haven't had to deal with too many suspensions, uh, particularly. You know, lengthy ones like mm. like Nathan serving right now. He's five weeks. He's still got another three to serve. <clears throat> so it's an unfamiliar situation that they find themselves in mm. that they that they now have to deal with. I, I think you know over the last couple of years, if you look at guys that have been out, um, it's been guys that are not particularly in those key positions, like Cleary is, yeah. like Luai is, mm. um, and so now now they're trying to find players to come in and fill that void. And it's just, you can see in their game that they're not overly comfortable yeah. with where they're at. Yeah. Now, that was a great game of footy the other night, um, Storm and, and Penrith. But Storm were just, that's as good as they've been in six weeks. Oh, mate. Storm were absolutely fantastic last week. This week, though, Penny Panthers versus South Sydney. Look, I, I think the Penny Panthers bounce back. Yeah, okay. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to knock them, mate. It's a, it, I'm... I'm Always very reluctant to, to write a, a good football side off. Mm. And we know how well they're coached and how well um, prepared they always are. Um, so it's hard to, to knock them. Mm. Going off what I seen last week, though, I'm going to go the Rabbits. Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to go the Rabbits. Mate, if the Rabbiters can get can get this scalp, and, and you know, mm. to be fair, in Penrith's defence, as we just mentioned, all the, the people they have out. Yes, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the top tier Penrith Panthers have created this standard for themselves That's where right. it's the next man up. And That's I don't right. think they'll be sitting there going, oh, we've got a few players out. Oh, absolutely not. No. Um, 
So, yeah, South Sydney Rabbitohs, Penny Panthers, what a cracking game tonight. You're going Penrith. Oh, just. Just, maybe. Okay. I don't know, Smithy. Right I don't know. I'm going to go Rabbits. North Queensland Cowboys versus the Warriors, Friday 6pm at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Yep. Kyle Felt returns on the wing from a hamstring injury. Hamiso goes back to the bench. Uh, Jermaine Tanua Brown goes to 18th man. Jordan McLean moves to starting side. Cohen has to the bench. Stacey Jones is named the same 17 that beat the Doggies last week. Who of course you, got you would. Oh, you wouldn't change the Warriors side that had a huge win over the Doggies. Um, but I'm going to go Cowboys straight off the top. Um, I'm going to go Cowboys to bounce back. They, they were beaten um, by a very good Roosters side on the weekend. Travel down the city. Tough circumstances for the Cowboys last Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Very tough circumstances. You can, you can completely understand and forgive them for not having their complete focus on, on the game last week. Mm. Particularly guys that, that were um, involved and had any sort of connection with, with Paul Green. Um, so, but I think they bounce back this week, and I think they bounce back well. I think it's great timing that they return back to Townsville. Um, they're playing against the Warriors, who, if if the Cowboys have any type of belief, and you'd like to think they do, that they can go all the way this year, they need to be able to take care of the Warriors. Yeah, absolutely. Huge opportunity for Cowboys to kind of set, reset that standard that they were so great for so long. Yep. Uh, earlier in the year, their last six weeks, they've averaged, uh, I think, you know, around the 20-point mark uh, conceded. Yep. Whereas the weeks before that, they were averaging around 12 points. Yep. Well, because um, well, if, if the, the, the risk for them is, if, if, if they don't go out and play well this week, and let, let's just say it all goes wrong for them and they drop this one, mm. Then they're every chance they they could go they could go down to fourth, wow, from second. And that's a they don't get a home they get get a home semi then. That's do they? right, and, yeah, and it wow. just puts their whole season. Well, not let's not say whole season, but it puts in puts a, puts them in a position that's not overly ideal for mm. the first week of finals. Yeah, because they could be taken on Penrith at Penrith. Now, well, if they gonna, lose, they do. Penrith was, Penrith take out the minor premiership if if Cowboys lose. Yep. So I was thinking. And this may be crazy, Smithy. But is it, is <laughs> no, it, I love a bit of crazy talk sometimes. <laughs> is it best to get fourth if you're not going to get first? Because you get a Penrith Panthers first game back, Cleary and Luai. And then if you can somehow get the win, or actually then you end up on the other side of the finals bracket. So you don't have to play them to the finals mm. maximum. So you're almost, you know, let's say we all think that Penrith are going to be in the grand final. Yep. You want to play them in the grand final so they don't knock you out before it. Yeah. Now I know most coaches wouldn't be thinking this because you'd be thinking a very positive mindset of like we don't care who we play. Mm. But like statistically and whatever speaking, is it kind of be better to be fourth than it is second or third? I know the home ground you know advantage or whatever. But uh, you... I'd, I'd take I'd take as high as you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd take as high as you can. Okay. Any day of the week, I wouldn't try and finish it anywhere like in that in that posi- anywhere in the top eight I, I wouldn't try and finish in a certain position to take on someone the first week mm. I'll just I'll just say the higher you are the more benefit you get okay so if you finish second you get a home final first up mm. okay you win that one at home you get a week off and if you're thinking about you know playing Penrith okay and getting them out the way well if you finish second and you have two wins you don't see them until the grand final mm. at some stage if they are to make the grand final, right, Penrith? Yeah. At some stage, you have to play them anyway. Yeah. So you may as well make it the last game of the year. Yeah. Where that's just the lot. You have to come up with one big game. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. just my mindset. No, no. There'll be see. plenty of theories out there, 
But I'm thinking, hey, finish as high as you can. Yeah. Because the only reason I was thinking fourth is good is just that fact that the Penrith Panthers boys are back. It's their first week. Yeah. So you might, you know, catch them unawares a little Ooh, bit. Oh, I don't know if I okay. want to play them. Oh, I don't okay. know if I want to play them that week. You reckon they'll be up for it? Oh, Imagine Nathan right now. Yeah, I know. He'd be stinging Imagine Nathan Cleary right now. He'd be, oh, he'd just be training the house down. Yep. Luai the same. Because nah, this, this would no be thanks. the first time Cleary's really had a long suspension. Because it's different to a yeah, no, it an is. injury an injury out. An injury yeah, that's out, right. You know, well, yeah. well, the thing is, is, is he's fit yeah. and able to play. Yeah. But he's been told, no, mate, you can't. Oh. So that would be, he would be burning. Yeah. And so he, straight away after that game, he come out, his comment was, you know, like he... he He's let his teammates down. He's let his team down. So, um, and as we've seen, as a consequence, they haven't been playing their best. Um, he's not the only player out, of course. Um, you know, Luai and, and others have have contributed to, um, yeah, them being down on a little bit of form. I'm not saying they're playing badly. Yeah, they're just down on a little bit of form, and of course they are because they're without you know several of their regular players. But um, it's going to make for a great finish. Great finish to the season. Now, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to get to your text and calls. Text in 0457 736 736 or give us a call 1300 01 1170. See you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Lads, would love to hear your thoughts on the future of Hamiso. Is he a winger or is he a fullback? The cheeky cowboy, Smithy. Cheeky cowboy. The cheeky cowboy. Um, is he a winger or a fullback? Oh, well, he's whatever the club needs him to be. Mm. If he wants to stay at the Cowboys, mm. and I just I don't know. Does he? I don't think he'll move Scott Drinkwater out of that number one position. Mm. It's he, an, he turned their season around, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. It was, and it was all to the misfortune of the hammer. Mm-hmm. So he got injured. A little bit earlier in the year, and then Scotty Drinkwater come into that position, and they just they went bang. Mm. Look, the Hamiso is in a really weird position because as a winger these days, you need to take twenty hit ups. Yes, you need to go in and bash your body up. Yep. And that's just basically what a winger's position is. Yeah, as a fullback, you need to have basically the ball playing of a half. Mm-hmm. And so Hamiso is kind of like this we're in between where he's not going to take 20 hit-ups and get bashed around. Yes. But he has pretty good ball playing, but not 5'8 ball playing. So he is probably a fullback, but can he offer what the Cowboys need ball playing wise for it? And he is kind of a winger, but can he go and do 20 hit-ups? You know, it doesn't suit, you know, he's a Ferrari. You don't yes. want him getting bashed up. Mm. And so, yeah, he's in a really interesting position in his career. Look, I think, you know, as you said earlier, Looking back, when I was younger, I wasn't patient enough. But if I'm a guy like Hamiso, I'd, I'd just say, look, you're building something just so good at the Cowboys. Yep. Stay there. Yep. You just don't know what's going to pop Bide up. Bide your time. You don't know what's going to pop up. Yep. Like for, and I just use my own career for an example. I was at the Broncos playing really well. They came to me and said, you're our third string hooker. Uh, sorry. Hooker? <laughs> really? What? <laughs> and that's I've why never I seen you in the scrum. That's why I left because I was like, I'm not a hooker. I'm out of here. I'm gone. I'm not going in the middle. Yeah, geez, what are you doing to me? No, they said you're a third string winger, and I was playing first grade at the time. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a reserve grade winger. I am a first grade winger because I was literally playing first grade at the time. We just had an injury. Yes. Anyway, so because because now my manager probably should have said to me, mate, just be patient. We'll get you a contract. Mm-hmm. But the manager went straight out, got a deal straight away. And so the Warriors, they, they said, you will be our starting winger. winger. And so I wish I had a gene a little bit patient and said, you know what? I'm going to back my ability and something's going to come up and I'm going to get the position that I want to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think with Hamisa, you, you just got to, tr- I guess, be patient. He's, he's got a part to play. It's just not clear yet, I yes. think. Yeah. 
And he's still a young man. Mm. Like, you can play centres too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Origin like, centres. That's right. So, you know, like, thing, it, so good things are happening for him up there at the moment. Like, mm. he, was involved in, he was involved in the um, the State of Origin squads this year. Mm. He's played State of Origin already. You just don't know what lies on the other side. If you if you make a huge decision to move mm. um, clubs and, and you just don't know what's going to happen from there. Yeah. You just do not know. So, um, yeah, my advice would be bide your time up there. Um, is he a winger or fullback? I'd probably say he, he probably fits more in the fullback category. Mm. But sometimes you just got to do what you got to do for your club in, in certain situations. Absolutely. We are going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to continue previewing the round, plus getting to your calls and texts. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Uh, everything's happening. We're down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Get down here. You can win a bunch of prizes over the weekend. Smithy, what text we got there? Well, we got one. Um, it says, oh, I agree with Kempi. As a Cows fan, if we don't finish second or first, I would much rather finish fourth and play Penrith round one and then go to the other side of the draw. Yeah, yeah. So they're on board with you. Okay. What are you saying there? Are you saying, like, Thanks, take Mum. a loss first up? Thanks, Mum. And go the other side? <laughs> Mum or take a win? Well, Either way. Uh, look, if, are you saying either way? Put it lose. Let's say, you're, let's say you're, you're sitting third yep. at the, and the, the last game of the season. Yep. Rest all, I would rest all my top dog players. Yes. To put me to fourth. Do you know oh, what I mean? Okay. But, and if we don't, if we don't lose, then sweet, we just won with all our players rested. Okay. Is that, uh, is that tanking? Mate, it's just called smart footy. <laughs> it's called smart footy. <laughs> We're going to head to a break after the break. We've got Storm versus Broncos preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run, Smithy. We've got some big, big news. First of all, breaking news for Manly fans. Garrick may be ruled out for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. But also, huge news. It is undecided yet. The NRL has just broke. The breaking news is that the New South Wales government has reportedly upped their offer to right. keep the NRL in New South Wales for the grand final. Okay. Queensland's initial offer was much better than New South Wales. And Vlandis has said it's the first time in his career he's unsure where the grand final will be. Where well, do you... What's going on here, Smithy? Speak to me. Oh, it just, it's got to be at Suncorp. Surely. Doesn't it? Isn't, it the heart of rugby, <laughs> isn't that the home of rugby league? <laughs> I know. Oh, look, yeah. The, with, with my Queensland cap on, I'd love for it to be up at Suncorp. I thought it was unbelievable last year, the mm. event up here and... Big crowd. Well, there's always big crowds in Sydney too, but um, just just being able to host a, an NRL Grand Final in Brisbane was was great for the people of Queensland and, and, and the people around town. It was just a buzz mm. around the city that whole, that entire week. And I know it was different circumstances where the entire competition was up here, Kempe. Um, but yeah, it's a very different situation that we find ourselves in with the uh, well, well. What started it all, what kicked it all off, the discussions about moving the grand final was um, the the government's decision not to hand over funding that was promised to the NRL mm. around the the, um, suburban, the suburban grounds, grounds. Yeah. particularly, um, what was it, Leichhardt, I think it was. Leichhardt, Leichhardt Brookvale. Sharkies. Uh, Sharkies, yeah. yeah. I, I think Penrith have, Manly, yeah. Penrith have been guaranteed, but I think it was mainly around the Leichhardt, Brookie and Sharkies stadium. So... Um, I don't know. I, I I get a gut feeling it'll stay in Sydney. Yeah, that's what I feel. Mm. But I'd love for it to come up here to Suncorp again. Yeah. Look, I, I 
the reason why I hope it stays in Sydney mm. is because then that's a sign that we are going to get that agreed amount. Yeah. And look, I really appreciate uh, Landy's going so aggressively with this and saying, you know what? No, we, we yeah, have an agreement. you're not committed. Yeah. yeah. And he's doing what's best for, for rugby league. Now, mm. I understand there's plenty of other things when it comes to politics. So I'm just talking, you know, from rugby league's perspective. Yes. Uh, but I will say, let's, let's say in a world where they don't get to the agreement and they can move it up to Suncorp, mm. I pose the question to you, Smithy. Yes. Is that a chance for the NRL to do similar-ish to what the Super Bowl do and they allow different st- uh, states or capitals yep. of states or mm-hmm. cities to bid for the grand final each year? Um, I'm not sure. So, but for example, let's yeah. say they played Brizzy. Yep. And then next year, New Zealand bids for it. Now, I get all the, mm-hmm. the, the you know, home fans and rah-rah. But yep. is there a chance we could, because, like, make it a festive thing maybe? Again, yeah. I'm posing the questions. I'm not saying I agree with it. Just posing yeah. the question. I don't mind the idea. I don't, I'm not completely against the idea, to be honest, because, well, how does the NFL work? It's, it's, not, a, it's not a bidding process, is it? It's a, it's, a, it's a ballot, isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. Is it drawn out of the hat? I'm not sure. I just they they go each. Um, I think it is. I think I think they draw it out of the hat, and it's just by luck of of who, who they bid. No, they bid. Oh, they bid. Okay, yeah. they bid for it. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, let's let's have a look at it. Obviously, you, you know, you, you want to be keeping it. With the only problem is, is you like, want to be keeping yeah. it where where we play rugby league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm sure I'm sure you know the West Australian government or the South Australian government will would be happy to chuck in for to, have, to host an NRL grand final. Mm. But we don't have any teams over there yeah. representing those areas. Because I guess the, the biggest negative, in my opinion, is the fact that, like, let's say you're a Broncos fan, your Broncos make the grand final, but yep. you can't afford to pay to travel to New Zealand. Yep. Then that sucks because that's unfair. Like, that's, mm. that's, that's a gift that a club can give its fans is that grand final appearance. Yes. But, I mean, the buzz that it would build, also, it would, you know, the showing the best of the best in different areas yep. by getting people. Like, for example, you guys playing, when you guys played over in Western Australia, mm-hmm. imagine all the young kids that come to that game going, you know what? Oh, absolutely. I love rugby league. If they get a little taste of yeah, yeah. Our, our big events, mm. like Origin and like Grand Finals, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's something that needs to be discussed and whether that's the way we move in the future, I'm, I'm not too sure. It might be down the track a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, but But... Who would have thought maybe, you know, you know, 20 years ago, which everyone goes, oh, mate, 20 years ago, that's donkey's years ago, but it's not that long ago, yeah. right? Who would have thought we would have been playing Origin now mm. in all these different cities yeah. that we're playing in? Absolutely. If you would have said to people back then, like, oh, we're going to be playing in Perth, we're going to be playing in Melbourne, we're going to be playing in Adelaide, and doing it every year yeah. where we play that neutral venue, people are going, mate, you're mad. Yeah. No way. It's not leaving Sydney or Brisbane. Yeah. But here we are. Absolutely. So we just, you can't, you can't say it'll never happen with the grand final. At the moment, I just have a gut feeling that the New South Wales government, they'll come to the party. I think they'll keep the NRL grand final. And let's hope that, that as a result of that, that those suburban grounds like Leichhardt, um, like Brookvale um, and, and the Sharks home ground, they all get their upgrade. Because I think if you, if you speak to the fans, they'd love going to those suburban grounds. Oh, I love so it. So listen, just listen to the fans where they, where they want to sit down and watch their footy. They love it. They love those little little grounds, and you can pack them in, and it just yeah, it's a great it's a, it creates a great atmosphere. If you can hear that tooting, that's I think that's our food may have just turned up. <laughs> Tommy's organised some schnitz for Thanks, us. Thanks, Tommy. Appreciate you, it, Tom. mate. Now, <laughs> how about you text in oh four five seven seven three six seven three six? Give us your thoughts on 
the discussion around potentially moving the grand final around. Now we totally understand there's heaps of details around the NFL that would be different to Australia. We totally get that. But is it an idea you'd be open to where the grand final can move around? For example, imagine the amount of people that were stoked uh, with the Suncorp last week. We've got some breaking news here. Peter Vlandes and Andrew Abdo will be holding a press conference at 1.30pm today. Is expected they will confirm the there location of this year's grand final. They've been listening. There you go. They've been they listening. They were tuning in. They listen every week, Kempi, to the like, captain's run. They thought, oh, we better get on the front foot here. Mate, absolutely. Kempi and Smithy will break news before we do. Absolutely. So they've gone, look, the thousands and th- tens of thousands of people that listen to this. Yep. 1.30 today. And they want to know. They want to know. So be there. Vlandy's Abdo announcing. That's big. That's big. But oh, tec- we'll know. And then we can start planning now for where the grand absolutely. final will be. But text into the idea of the roaming grand final, guys. 0457 uh, 736 736. Now, we've got a game to get to. Smithy, I didn't want to get to this game, mate, because it's going to be hard listening for you, mate. Okay. Very hard listening. Righto. The Brizzy Broncos are looking real, real good at the moment. Red hot. 13 yep. plus kind of stuff. Yep. Huge uh, win last week. Now, <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, nothing. They did. They oh, played well. Thinking of a funny joke, mate. All oh, right. Uh, Cameron Smith and Dennis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Anyway, it's the match of the time round. now to look at the match of the round. Yep. Uh, we do that thanks to Suncorp. Get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. The match of the round. If you didn't get it earlier, it's Brisbane Broncos versus the Melbourne Storm. Seven fifty-five at the famous Suncorp Stadium. Brizzy Broncos team news. Kevin Walters has named the same 17 that made had that huge win last week against the Knights. Yep. Melbourne Storm team news. Jerome Hughes returns from a shoulder injury. Felice Kofusi is still out for personal leave. We send our best wishes to Kofusi and his family. Yep. Uh, Tonomapaya. Yep. Young Tonomapaya. Tonomapaya will start at centre in place of uh, Marion Sevi, who was out with a hamstring. I will say, Marion Sevi. He has. He, uh, his defence, you know, needs a bit of work, but his attack... Hmm. He's a very I think he's been, strong ball. He's been strong over the last fortnight, at least. Yeah, for sure. At, at the least. Definitely he, short up. Yep. Yep. He, he's been playing really well. Um, and as I spoke about earlier, they were, they were very strong last week, the Melbourne Storm. They, they, it was the best they'd look in, in six weeks. And they get, they get uh, their, their, their number seven, their organiser, Jerome Hughes, back, which is only, well, it's bad news for the Broncos mm. if they're going to be. Um, a chance of, of beating Melbourne, they're going to have to be at their very best this week, I believe. And then I know, look, they had a win against Newcastle last week, but wasn't convincing. Wasn't a high standard game of football, no. uh, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and I and I watched it. I watched it quite closely. I wasn't glued to the television, but I watched it quite closely. Um, yeah, Newcastle really didn't throw too much at them. No, they not didn't. not like what they're going to face this Friday night. At Absolutely, and just the energy that we've had. All year, I don't think was there. The line speed, that, that's one thing the Broncos did so good on that, that uh, run that they went on. Yep. It was their defense. It yep. was just so aggressive. The line speed was so good. Now, you know, maybe they've just been a bit down on energy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Paddy Gar- Carrigan is a huge, huge loss. Yep. Uh, but with the Storm, it's a real, real good opportunity to go, you know, this wasn't a one-off last week. This yep. wasn't, I, I will say, if you ever want to look at a good traditional Storm win, Watch last week's game. You know, yeah. I think as we've discussed on the po- this show, yep. you know, after the 2016 loss, you guys mm-hmm. decided to kind of change things up a little yep. bit and become yep. a bit more, I guess, tuck focused, expansive, expansive with the ball. Yep. But if you want to look at a, like a traditional storm win of that gritty, grinding win, just grind you to the ground, defend to the you know yep. to the end of days. Yep. Penny Pants is incredible. I think this week's a real good opportunity for Storm to do that again. 
and they love Suncorp, Kempi. Oh, they do. They love Suncorp. They, they love going up to Brisbane and putting on a show for the fans. It'll be a big crowd Friday night. They're, uh, I think, well, they travelled up today. Mm. They travelled up today, the Storm boys, and they'll be training uh, pretty soon in a couple of hours out at Langlands Park at East Football Ground. Yep. So they'll be preparing for this one. Interesting. I, I want to see, going to be really interesting to see where Munster plays. Mm. I actually feel that Surely he should back. stay at one. Surely. Put Nick, Nick Meany at six, particularly with Hughes back. Particularly with Hughes yeah, back. Yeah, I think it gives you more reason to put him at one. Well, that's what I mean. He was named at six last week, though, so he maybe was a bit of a war pull from Billy Oak. He was. He was named at six last week, and he gave a, a pre-match interview to Andrew Johns and, and said, I'm playing fullback. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, the best oh, ever. Geez. The best ever. Oh. The best ever. It was, it, was like a, it was like 45 to an hour before kickoff or whatever. And, and he <laughs> oh said, yeah, he goes, I oh, know, yeah, means, in, as in Nick yeah. Meany, he, he's, he's joining Cooper in the halves, and I'm, I'm, ba- I'm back at fullback again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> myself and Paul Gallen, we were standing at the desk listening to the interview, and we're like, and Gal turned to me, he goes, mate, he's playing fullback. He just said he's playing fullback. I said, are you sure? I don't know. I thought he said Nick Meany's and he's, and he's going to fullback. He said, no, no, he's going to the halves and he's staying at fullback. I was like, come on, man. Money. Switch that's one on, of your mate. best. Seriously, Switch one of your on. best. So just so don't wait till they run out. Mm. Just make sure, make sure you watch the <laughs> interview. pre-game interviews. Yes. He'll let you know. He'll let you know exactly. As a matter of fact, he might even let you know who, what the overcall is. Possibly. <laughs> and by the way, our overcall is red. Um, but I'm thinking Storm, mate. Think I'm thinking Storm? Storm off the back of last week um, and, and with Hughes coming back in, I think they'll be too strong. Look, the Broncos, for mine, but like they're dealing with, you know, they've had a couple of injuries. Um, as we know, Patrick Carrigan's been out now for two weeks. Yes. He's got another two to serve. Um, yeah, that's another big blow for their side. But I, I just think they're, they're dealing with a little bit of maybe origin hangover. Yeah. Okay. Sure. They, they've had a lot of players involved in that origin series. And they're just, they've come back to club land. It's a bit of a grind. Um, and it's a challenge sometimes to then go, right, get my focus back on this premiership season mm. and get going again. No better opportunity, though, than taking on the Storm at home in front of a huge crowd. Mm. Oh, mate, it's going to be a cracking game. Look, my heart says the Broncos. Yep. My heart says the Broncos, but it's just going to be a tough, tough ask against the Storm. And, and Kempi, so let's, let's, let's just set a scenario here. If the Broncos are to get, um, get beaten by, by the Storm, they could, possibly, they could possibly be in eighth. I know, I know. Eighth posi- position, mate. And that's After a... last week having the, the chance to be in fourth, Yep. So that just shows how important these results are over these next few weeks because we've got a great finish to our season because most of the teams that are sitting in the top eight right now, no matter their position, mm. they're actually going to be playing each other. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's one of the best ends to a season I've, I can yeah. remember. Like in the next last few years, like for example, the end of the season last season was such a... Yeah, nothing. Well, it was just it was just a non-event. Yeah. We were just pretty much waiting for the grand final. Literally, like you look at you look at like so Melbourne, they got Broncos, Roosters, Para, the Rabbitohs, they've got Penrith, Cowboys, Roosters. Wow. Brisbane have got Storm, then Parramatta. Like it's just there's, there's matchups all over the place. Penrith take on yeah, well Penrith take on Rabbits, you know, Warriors in the in the middle, and then Cowboys. So. Like there's no way that this top eight is set in stone. Maybe a couple of teams. You could almost say Penrith. They'd be extremely unlucky not to finish first. But every other team, they can move around. Move a lot. A lot. Um, so, yeah, cracking, cracking much. That was the game of the round thanks to Suncorp Car Insurance. Winning 
winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row. That's seven years in a row they've won that award. Incredible stuff. So if you need car insurance, head over to Suncorp. It's the best place to get it. Now the Eels versus the Doggies, Saturday, 3 p.m., Combate Stadium. Mitchell Moses is back after a broken finger with Jacob Arthur moving to the reserves. Yeah. Now, has Mitchell Moses been confirmed? I think he, he I may think he have, have just been. passed a fitness test yesterday. Yep. Luke Thompson and Tavita Pangai Jr. have been named in the reserves and are a chance to play for the Doggies. Thompson hasn't played since round 12. Very interesting what's going on there because mm. Thompson's on quite a big contract at the Doggies. Yep. And so I wonder if they're kind of giving him the, mate, if you can find somewhere else, <laughs> find somewhere else. Okay, yeah. Because like Luke Thompson, he's a great player for one. Yep. yep. He's just on a massive wicket. Yep. Uh, so going to be interesting to see. Watch the space with Thompson. Watch this space. Yep. Another team that needs to perform, Parramatta. They 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 weren't anywhere near where they needed to be last week against Rabbits. Mate. Rabbits very good, but I don't know. I just don't know about Parramatta. And even with Mitch Moses back, as good as he is and has been this year, I think he's leading the competition for tri-assists with like 20. Oh, really? Maybe, maybe 21, 22. Somewhere around that mark. As good as he's been, let's not forget... Only what was it six weeks ago? They took on this pen, this um, bulldog side, and the bulldogs give them a hiding. Yeah, thirty-four to four. It's a great point. And Mitch Moses was was playing in that game. Mm. So you know, pe- people thinking, oh, well, Mitch is back, like he's going to be a huge difference. He he will make a difference. There's no doubt about that. A positive yeah. difference. But he was also playing in this in this same game that they played against each other earlier in the year. This was around the time when I think Mick Potter took over. Close to it, and they went on that that you know a few runs. They yep. won maybe four out of their next six. Yeah, the doggies, but they 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 beat Parramatta convincingly. They absolutely did. They absolutely did. So the Eels, look, it's I mean, we keep saying this, but it, it's it's honestly now or never for the Eels. You cannot continue to be up and down heading no. to the finals like this. No, they they have to win this one because the next two is is Brisbane. Um, and then and then Melbourne. They, they could definitely they, fall out. They travel to Brisbane next week. Yeah. And then they've got Melbourne at home to finish the year. But they, they have to win this one. Because they're travelling to Brisbane. Let's, you know, Storm are the favourites. So let's assume that Brisbane lose this one. Yep. Storm, Broncos need to win too. No, that's what I'm saying. So they're, they're playing a Brisbane side that's way up for the context. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to head to a break. After the break, it's time for our favourite moment of the week. Holy schnitz moments of the weeks. So stay tuned. Call us. Call in one 1170 Give us a text 0457 736 736. We're down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Get down here tomorrow. Win a bunch of prizes. We'll see you on the other side. Holy schnitz. Time now for the sporting highlight of the week. Thanks to schnitz. Home of fresh, golden, handcrafted schnitzels. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Now, I want to apologise if you live in the Alexandria area in Sydney and you heard a gentleman yell, holy schnitz. That was me. That was me. Yeah. I apologise. But I've got good reason, Smithy. Why is that? This is my holy schnitz moment of the week. Okay. The Dragons losing to the Raiders in exactly the same way the Raiders did in round 16. Yep. I tell you what, when they say calls come back around, Mm. calls come back around in a season. How that is possible, I'll never know. And it's it's, even though we can't promote incorrect calls and ref, if there is ever a call where I'm like, you know what, I kind of agree with it, it's that one. I, I heard you. All the way up here in Gold Coast, <laughs> say holy schnitz, and then I flicked on my radio and you know what I was playing? Alanis Morissette. Isn't it ironic? Do any of our listeners know Alanis Morissette? One of the all time. They'll remember. It's a classic. Yeah. I'll be upset if Great they song. don't. It's a classic. If they're not, they're searching it up now on. Trust me, search it up. It's an absolute classic, timeless. 
tale of life, Smithy. Yeah. Timeless tale of life. It is. <laughs> what was your? But host? it was just crazy. That, that. Oh man. How? 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 Seriously. Was how? Corey Hutterweer and Ira thinking of that previous match and how it ended with Ben Hunt jumping on? One of the all-time players. Team? One of the all-time players. Hutterweer and Ira's gone. You know what? I've got one up my sleeve here. Okay. Uh, my nomination was. Um, well, did we see the Warriors fan doing a shoey? Oh, I definitely did. Okay, so he was banned. He was banned after doing a shoot. Okay? What's happened in this country, Smithy? Oh, well, it's not this country, but but just what's happening in the world? Yes, in the world. Someone's doing a shoey. He's celebrating his team's having a big win oh. over the doggies, and they banned him. But apparently, they've backflipped. With the world is right again. Yes, the world is so right. So that's again. what. Well, I I said holy schnitz. Yeah. When they said we're banning that our fan from celebrating our team winning, like who? You don't ban your fans oh. from cele- celebrating a win. Uh, drinking beer at a footy game. Uh, pretty sure we Fair all... Fair enough that they go mad and go like crazy in the street and start yeah, smashing yeah. cars and all that sort of rubbish like you see some lunatics do. But this bloke was just doing a shoey. He was like, how good is this? I just celebrate... Sean Johnson just scored a 40-metre runaway try. Absolutely. I'm loving it. And he's punishing himself. He's drinking his own dirt. So see, there's well, the punishment well, there. Daniel, Daniel Ricciardo, when he, when he gets up on the podium, or I don't know if he... Maybe not second or third, but when he wins a Grand Prix, he does a shoey. Yes. Like, it's honestly... It's a global phenomenon. Phenomenon. (laughs) Phenomenon. That's our holy schnitz. (laughs) Sporting moments. Thanks to schnitz. Got that winning taste right now. And talking about schnitz, I thought it was. I thought it was the schnitz van turning up. It wasn't. It was a... It's not the schnitz van. It was a pie. We're going to have to speak to Tom. Tom. He promised us a schnitz van. Mate. Very disappointing, Tommy. Holy schnitz. Holy schnitz. Brought to you. Now I'm disappointed. Winning taste right now. Schnitz, handcrafted schnitzels made fresh and made just for you. Get around them. They are Get around them. They're beautiful. The best schnitz in all the land. After the news, we're going to continue our round 23 preview. Welcome back to the captain's run. We are currently down at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. If you come down here over the weekend, you've got a great chance to win one of many, many prizes. We've got, uh, you know, two players playing golf, 18 holes down at uh, Twin Waters Golf. We've got NRL footy packages with signed Titan jerseys. We've got cricket prizes, test cricket, two reserved tickets to day one of the Gabba test against South Africa. And we've also got a V8 hop lap Whoa, prize. Get involved there. Five Fortitude Crescent, Burley Heads. They're open tomorrow, first day of opening to the public. And they're open all day Saturday too. So get down here. Get down here. Uh, welcome back to the Captain's Run. That's all thanks to SEN 1170 in Sydney, 1620 on the Goldie, 693 SENQ. Uh, also, give SEN League a follow on Instagram. It is the place to be with your rugby league news. All the personalities across SEN. We've got, we've got Smithy. You've got Matty Johns. You've got, got, uh, you've got Vossi. You've got Randy. You've got The Beak. I'm here too. You've got uh, the great Brian Fletcher. So it's a great page to follow at SEN League. But let's get into the footy. We've got Sydney Roosters. Yep. Sorry, no. We do we have the Seagulls? Sorry. Yes, they were My little, bad. earlier. They were earlier. We've got the Eagles versus uh, the Sharkies. Sharkies. Now, the Eagles are facing a bit of a crisis here. Uh, Garrick has just been ruled out. Tom Travoy, uh, Jake Travoy is ruled out. Obviously, Tom as well. Jake Travoy is out with a broken hand. Dylan Walker starts to lock. Ethan Bellamore joins the bench. Um, Cooler shifts to the wing to replace mm. Saab, who was out with an ACL. Yes. Uh, with Morgan Harper returning at centre. I mean, now we'll get to the Sharky, sorry. Toby Rudolph is out with a knee injury. Braden hamlin Ueli starts and Fafita joins the bench. Connor Tracy, Matty Moreland return to the starting side in place of Matt Ikevalu, Braden Trindle. But let's talk about the Manly Seagulls. Mm. Wow. What's going on there, Smitty? No, I'm, I'm not too sure. With, with, it was most disappointing given they were in a situation last week where they, they still had a small chance. 
Yep. There was a very slight chance that they could still play finals, and the way that they went out and played was just... Oh, I, I couldn't believe what I was 55% watching. 55% completion. Couldn't, couldn't believe what I was watching. They were playing against a side running last, okay, running last on the ladder, and they went out and played... They played pretty good, um, the Titans. Mm. But they just... Oh, to concede over 40 points. They scored 24 themselves. Mm. Now, they should be winning. Yeah. If you're, if you're in a position to... to to be a part of the finals um, in in twenty twenty two, if you if you score twenty four, you should be winning. Mm. I, I would think it's just it's just an extremely disappointing result for them. I I just can't look at that performance, and I don't know what's the going on inside the Manly camp, but like the the gap between that game and their best game this year is so big that I just wonder mm. is there is there internal issues going on? Is the playing group not getting on as well as they should? Or is, is it because Desi Hasler was in the news that he might not be there? In a few, like, mm. Well, it's probably a combination of all of it. Yeah, surely. Probably a combination of all of it, mate. To drop off that much, you know, like, it just does, yeah. it seems a bit, I don't know. Well, they had the jersey thing yeah. a few weeks back, and then now there's chat about Desi possibly not being there. I don't know. It's just maybe maybe they're not handling the, the outside noise as well as they should be, but mm. I, I was just I was really shocked at their performance on the weekend. As I said, I'll say it again: for a team that ha- still had a, a glimmer of hope of, of playing finals, don't you go out there and just get the job done? Yeah. Against the Titans, who have been struggling. Yeah. Struggling. And like the Titans were good, but they weren't like you no. Know. And they were missing Tino. <laughs> Fasul Malawi, been their best player all year. Wow. They they, they won without him. Um, So, yeah, really surprising that they they lost that one. And just, and, you know, bad news gets gets worse for them with, you know, Jason Sabi injured his ACL in that game when he was leaping for a high ball. Jakey Dubojevic, he's out for the rest of the year. He won't won't take part um, because he's broken his hand. Ruben Garrick as well, we just learned earlier. He's got some sort of hip or groin foot injury. I don't know what... We're not too sure on what it is, but he's been ruled out for the remainder of the season too. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to get any better either, Kempi. Mm. I just don't think it's going to get any better this weekend. And I think Cronulla, they are in a really good space at the moment. And mm. I think they'll just get out there and they'll, they'll beat Manly. They'll get the job done. I've got a question for you with the Sharkies. Now... I posed this on my podcast earlier this week, and when I said, I basically said, I feel like they're the next club on the cusp of becoming one of the big kind of powerhouse clubs. And what really? I mean by on the cusp, I don't mean that they're already there no, and, no, no. or that no, no. they're going to win three or four premierships in the next three or four years. Yep. But when I look at the setup they've got, they've got an extremely young coach that has, you know, he's got a few more years to prove that he's going to be long term, but yep. all signs extremely are Extremely young as, as far as head coaches go. As far as head coaches go. <laughs> As far as it goes, yeah, he looks seventy. Oh, mate, he, yeah, he's a twenty forty. He's a twenty forty. Um, but like they've got the guy in Fitzy as a coach who's just set standards immediately. Yep. They've got a roster that is relatively young, but also mm-hmm. the salary cap at the moment. They've got feeder on big bucks. He's not going to be on that next year. Okay, Wade Graham. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. But let's yep. just assume that Graham and and Fafita aren't on that big, you know, huge contracts 20. going forward. Mm-hmm. You've got a sal- you've got a, a, a Sharky side that may finish top three, maybe even top two. Yes, with maybe a million dollars in the cap still. I know they'll have to upgrade their in, you know their players. Yep, but they're just in such a strong position. Then you look at the club; they've got all that real estate that they bought. Yeah, I just reckon that out of all the clubs that could the next club to step into that role. Okay. It, may, it might be the Sharks. What, but what about their situation with 
all of those outside backs, those those youngish outside backs coming off contract mm. all at once. See, so do you think that's a bit of a mistake by the club? Well, to allow I think they've got so the many money. so many players. No, but so many oh, players in, in, in the similar position. Yeah, coming off contract all at once. Mm. Should should they have not tried to stagger like their finish dates? Yeah, for because sure. What if the, sure. what happens if like worst comes the worst, right? Mm. They they lose. Let's just say half or two thirds of of the outside backs all at once. Mm. Then they're in a very difficult position, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I mean, it's not perfect, that's for sure. They're like they're not in the perfect situation. I thought they would have tried to stagger like their finish dates mm. of their like the terms of their contracts. Well, so say like a like a Ramian, mm. and then say a Mulatalo, and like Will Kennedy, have them coming off contract. Year on year, yeah, after, after each another. other, so it gives you a bit of a breathing room. Well, it gives you an opportunity to go, hey, yeah, you, we'll re-sign you, we'll extend your thing, okay. So that, I mean? do they have do they have three or four that are coming off this year? I think there's like four coming off at the same time. Oh, okay. So That's there's talk about like like their nearly their entire backline, like having. Like potentially just being ripped apart. Mm. Well, that's, that's the biggest I'm, challenge. And that's what I'm saying about like the, the the expansion of the game now. Like you've got an extra team now that need need players. Mm. We're talking, you know, we're talking now of of an 18th team coming in. Mm. I'm not too sure how close that is or how far away it is, but with with more teams being added to the competition, it's it's just going to take take players away from the current teams now. Mm. Well, I mean, it's their first big challenge, isn't it? Really, yeah. it's their first big challenge of they've become. Because the one thing, the one concern I have for teams like the Sharkies and the Cowboys <clears> is when you sit in that that zone, it's it's almost the opposite of a Goldilocks zone because you you can't say to your players that we win comps because mm. you don't win comps yet. Mm. But you've also got a squad that can. Now we've got yeah. some. Uh, this is from Tommy Katoa, yep. Kennedy, Mulatalo, Ramian, and Talakai all That's come off contract saying. at the end of next year. Wow. What a challenge that is going to be to keep them all. Now, the, the positive so thing can is... can you keep them all? That's, that's the yeah, challenge for Cronulla. Really, really interesting. The, yeah. I guess the positive thing is, though, they should have money in their cap. They should have money. Okay. At the very minimum, they'll have 800K. Okay. Because Fafita is on 800K and he's not signed, I don't think, uh, um, next year. Yes, I okay. don't think. Okay. Um, but you're right. It's a massive, massive challenge, especially as they've all risen up and mm. become top, top-tier players. Yeah, and, that, and that's what... That's... that's the, the purpose of the salary cap. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I hope they do. If they can keep that back line, I really think they're on the beginnings of something special. I really, really do. But that's a big if, a massive if. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've, got, so we've still got three games to preview. Three games to go. So after the break, plenty more footy to talk. Give us a text, 0457 736 736, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the captain's run, Smithy. We've got to get into it and get into it quickly. Let's rip into them. We got the tig- uh, sorry, the, the Roosters versus Tigers. No change to seventeen for the for the Roosters. Yep. Ken Mamala returns from an injury. Stuff at Toa moves to centres. James Roberts drops out. How do you see this game going, mate? I think the Roosters continue their run. Mm. They've been really impressive. The building each week. They yeah. just seem to be getting a little bit better, a they little are. bit better. They are, and. Um, yeah, I just think that they knocking off a team that's been going so well in in the Cowboys. I know they're playing at home and a bit going on for the Cowboys, but yeah, they're travelling nicely. They look healthy. Um, I think Matt Lodge has made a, a bit of a difference down to that forward pack mm. in particular. His work with um, JWH has, has yep. been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the Roosters will be too strong for the West Tigers. What about the St George? Versus the, the St. George Dragons versus the Titans. How we see that going? 
I'd love to see the Titans win two in a row. Oh, could you imagine? Well, they've won four this year. They, ha- I don't think they've been able to put back-to-back wins together, have they? Mm. I don't think so. No, I don't. It's been a rough, rough year. Um, tougher one for them on the road. They, they were in front of their home fans last weekend against Manly, but um, I don't know. Just, I'll tell you what they did well, the Gold Coast Titans. They had a couple of things go against them as far as you know, some errors and a couple of calls that were 50-50 and whatnot, and you get them every game you play. But what they did was they didn't, they didn't drop their bundle. Mm. They just stuck at their game plan. Yeah, yeah. And I think Big Tino, uh, is he, he's back. I think Big Tino's back. Yeah, the big fella. He's yeah, back. Big Tino's back. Uh, and congratu- congratulations to he and uh, Jordan uh, welcoming their second child last week. Um, I, I, I think it makes them a stronger side. I'm going to go Titans. Oh, no, really? Two in a row. Holy. I know. Wow, that what a call. possibly be my holy schnitz moment next week. <laughs> it could be. I tell you, if they win, it's locked in. I'm yep. locking it in right now. Yep, if they win, that's your holy schnitz oh, absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to hear it from the rooftops. It shouldn't be. <laughs> they've, that's how poor their season's been. <laughs> oh, I'm being honest. No, I'm Two with you. Two in a row. I'm with you. Uh, now, onto the New Knights for the Raiders. How do we see this one going? Uh, well... <laughs> I don't know. I'll Raiders win. Yeah, I think the Raiders it's, get a win and get a win. It's well. just bad to worse for Newcastle at the moment, and I don't think it's going to help them this weekend, um, particularly with Joseph Tarpany returning for the Raiders. Oh. Um, he's huge in. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chotrich, he's back on the wing. Um, Albert Hopper-White, he goes to uh, 18th man. And Ricky Stewart's back. Yep, that's a big in. That's a massive in. The coach gets to come. <laughs> he's back. How good. Oh, he returned yesterday, I think. Oh, really? Oh, uh, was he returned yesterday or he's back in today? Either one. Either yeah, way. He, he returned yesterday. He was allowed back. Sticky. He's back. I don't know. Maybe maybe the players were having a good time without him. Yeah, they might have been doing it. Relaxed. No, no. no he'll, he'll be back and he'll have them fired up again uh, to take on Newcastle. Playing at McDonald's Jones Stadium. Fire up nights. Come on, For boys. your home fans. Come on, give them one, one last big win. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to get to your texts and uh, wrap the show up. Let's go. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. We are down here at Spitwater Pressure Cleaners. Get down here. We've got plenty of prizes to give away over the weekend. If you come down, you'll go into the draw to win plenty of prizes. We've got NRL packs. We've got hot laps. We've got cricket prizes. We've got golf passes. We're down here at Five Fortitude Crescent Burley Heads. That's right. Get down to Five Fortitude Crescent Burley Heads tomorrow. Great place. You can pick up you know, plenty of things around the house. Yep. But plus... You can go in the draw to win uh, a bunch of prizes. All that great stuff. We've got some text here. Good morning to the biggest beak of them all and the goat of Marston High. (laughs) 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 Do you think that the Warriors signed Martin to play fullback or 5'8", Jordan from Browns Plains? That's a great question. That's a great question. Tomato Martin. Tomato Martin, absolutely. Uh, Look, Tomato Martin, (sighs) he is so silky. I I think he might be onto something there. He, He might play six and then you can put... Uh, Charles Nickel Klukstad at mm. fullback. Well, where else would uh, Klukstad play? Center. Though? He's a pretty good. He's a really good center. Okay. Actually, he's a really good center. Yeah. Okay. But in saying that, I, I think Marte at, at six, whilst you bring Volkman in and you slowly blood him rather than putting all this pressure on him, mm. then maybe long term, if Johnson retires, Tomate Martin moves to seven, Volkman goes to six. Yeah. Right. So I, I actually don't mind that because a lot of people would be thinking he's going there to play fullback, but Nickel Klukstad has obviously been. Signed. Great, yeah. great.
great text there. We've got Roosters Bar from Brisbane. Let's be honest, how bloody good has Matt Lodge been since he has come to the Chooks? Him and Hargreaves are one deadly front row combo. Cock-a-doodle-doo, he says. Yes, well, oh, they're all crowing at the moment, aren't oh, they? Oh, aren't they? Roosters fans, but um, they, no, we spoke about that, that combo that they have now. Um, and there's, they've, he's done, done wonders for the Chooks. He's playing really well, and... He's got to continue it now for another. What are they? What's what's left? We got seven weeks oh, left of rugby. How league. quick is it going? Seven weeks. Seven Enjoy weeks it. Left. Uh, a very difficult question, considering the caliber of caliber caliber yep. of players that you've played with. But who's the best player you've both played with? That's from Pommy Rabido. Oh goodness, um, I don't know. Who who's yours? It's got to be Lockyer for me. Lockie, okay. Got to be Lockyer. Well, I, I was very fortunate. Can be throughout my career. I, I played with you know, Lockyer. I played with Slater. I played mm. with Thurston, Cronk, Inglis. All these players. Like it's just how, how do you say one's better than the other? Mm. It's just yeah. really difficult, especially at that that height. You know yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I, I probably I, I would have loved to have played a few more games with Lockie at fullback. Mm. Um, just when he was at his prime, when he was wearing the number one, I certainly got to play when he was at his prime wearing the number six. He was the best five eight in the world at the time. Um, so yeah, that was fantastic. So um, I don't know. It's just a really hard one to 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 decide on. There's just they're just so good in so many different ways. Now we have got a text here, Ryan from Wynnum. He says, "You two dopes are so boring. It's not funny." <laughs> <laughs> and it says, "However," and then some text missing. So, Ryan, you're not the first bloke to call me boring. I'll tell you that. Not the first bloke. <laughs> good on you. That's a good one. Uh, I like that. We got a hey, we, we got a text here about you know we're talking about grand finals mm. and whether it should be shopped around and whatnot. Yeah. This is the Pommy Rabbitoh again. So coming from England, I'm a big fan of tradition. I used to love going to Wembley for the Challenge Cup final and Old Trafford for the Grand Final. There's something about Grand Final Day where it has to have a traditional home. And it was the New South Wales competition, first and foremost, so it has to stay there. Also, you get 30,000 more fans at Mm. Olympic Park than anywhere else. Absolutely. But I I, I argue back, though, that, okay, you get 30,000 fans at at the park for sure. Yep. But how many extra fans do you get if you go to a new place and play a bit of rugby league oh how many new new fans do you gain yeah you saying? yeah well, because let's say okay. let's say we go to a stadium that has sixty thousand and okay. twenty thousand of them are people that don't really watch rugby league that much touche i think that's called <laughs> <laughs> touche that's that's firing one back at the pommy rabbit but no i like nah. your i like your point there will be a lot of traditionalists out there that that feels Mate, how it should stay at that one venue i i i pommy rabbit I agree with you. I love tradition as well. And I think that we're sometimes a bit too eager to get away from tradition. Yes. I like tradition. So I'm with you, mate. Now, that's the end of the show, guys. Thank you so much. Get down here to Spitwater Pressure Cleaners tomorrow. Plenty of prizes being given away. And Saturday. And Saturday as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Follow us on SEN League. Also, follow us on Spotify and Apple. Thank you, Smithy, as always. Thank you, Kempe. Great to be here with you, mate. We'll see you next week. See you next week.